It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's comic book podcast, comic book radio show. I don't even know what to say there anymore. I gotta figure something new there. But for the meantime, uh, you listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's only comic book radio show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio, Long Beach, Prime, Point One, don't you know, don't you know. We hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world, and if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On the phone, he is our Intrepid Cup reporter. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is, in fact, next in line for the cow. He is Oz. Yeah, me. Across from me, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. <laughs> Next to me, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hello. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes, just sometimes. And welcome to Fantastic Forum. You got a great show for you tonight. Yeah, really, for sure. Um, we're going to be, of course, reviewing some comics. Deadly Class Number One, and uh, Jay, what's the what's the number on that Thunderbolts? Is that a now one? That's not a now. 21. 21, okay. And Thunderbolts, number 21. What's a now one? You know, sometimes, like, Marvel's doing, like, 22 point now. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 We'll talk about it. (laughs) Right. It sounds stupid. It's pretty dumb. But, you know, it's for dumb people. 
<laughs> so you know maybe they that attracts so whatever um yeah we'll be reviewing deadly class and thunderbolts number 21 we're going to be talking to you guys about uh we're gonna have a conversation about the oversaturation of characters in comics if such a thing exists uh we'll also talk to you uh we'll get we'll get some opinions on IDW's variant cover of Powerpuff Girls and we're also going to bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news not to mention whatever else it is you guys want to talk about and we'll tell you how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum and let us know what it is that you want to see that you want to hear about in just a moment but first um, we want to make sure that we thank our well, actually, first we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198 Jeffries will send comic books directly to your door All you have to do is decide what you want Give them a call uh, Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase And they will ship comics directly to your door Anywhere in the continental U.S. For the low, low fee of $5 So give them a call at 310-538-3198 if you're not into single issues, guess what? Jeffries has trade paperbacks. They also have graphic novels. And if you buy any three of those and mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So why don't you give them a call at... 310-538-3198. Indeed. So I promised you ways to get down with Fantastic Forum. And there's a few ways to do it. Um, we have our Skype line. Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. Put Fantastic Forum into your contacts. Hit the green button. And right now you'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, also, we have our call-in number. Yeah, got that too in case you don't like technology. You can just be listening. And uh, you say, you know what? I'm going to give them a call at 3109-FF-LIVE. That's the number. 310-933-LIVE or 310-933-5483. And last but definitely not least, we have the All Games Chat Room. It's allgames.com slash chat or chat.allgames.com. You can go ahead and join the chat there. We'll take your Damn it. Sorry, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, we know. We'll take your comments directly out of chat. And bring them into the show. Such as Jay, why don't you insert a witty chat comment here? Good sir. Uh, Tiger Claw says, What's up to the Fantastic Forum crew? Where were you guys on the day the internet exploded with the casting of Lex Luthor? That's a very good question, Tiger Claw. That's actually going to be our top story in the news today. I don't know why anybody was surprised. I, I mentioned this like two, three months ago. We should have a like, uh, like current. Uh, well, not, not like that, but like 
Shout out to Jay for the news music. Oh, oh now you have the goddamn music? Yeah, when you messed around and ruined it. I just started it, uh, talking to you. ruined you it. aren't ready with the music. No. And all of a sudden, now you're playing it over me? Okay, I see. We find you. You weren't going to stop talking otherwise. <laughs> we find your lack of faith disturbing. Did you say? Yeah. Did you say months ago that Jesse Eisenberg was going to be Lex Luthor? Yeah, months ago. I don't remember you saying that. Well, you guys must have thought I said Heisenberg, but I really meant Eisenberg. Because you guys started going off about Brian Cranston all of a sudden. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't remember any of that. Look, the funny thing is. Oz might have actually said Eisenberg instead of Heisenberg, because you know how he does names. Let's go to the Ark. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! But no, but he didn't. He didn't mean Eisenberg. What do you guys? Think? What do you guys think about this casting? Like it. It strikes me as an odd choice. And for those that don't know who Jesse Eisenberg is, um, it, it, well, I should say this: it was announced officially. That um, along with the news that that Jeremy Irons would be playing Alfred in the uh, Batman Superman movie or the Man of, or the Man of Steel sequel, Jesse Eisenberg, who is probably best known from Social Network at this point, right? Yeah, that and as, Zombieland. Right, as the lead of Social Network and Zombieland, will be playing Lex Luthor. So. Um, what do you guys think about about that choice? Don't don't everyone talk at once. I I don't know why people are freaking out. He's played that intelligent, smart character before. I don't think anybody has an issue with him playing an intelligent character. I think that there's a a level of of conniving and cutthroat. I don't know why anybody's calling Oz on this fanboy bullshit. Like he's just willing to love anything they throw at him. <laughs> no, I, no so, uh, I remember everybody hated on Young Keith Ledger. That was you. And that turned out okay. I say, let's give this guy a shot. He's a that good was actor. you, Oz. That was you. Exactly. I learned my lesson. Oh, okay. Well, you need to pick your. <laughs> he's a remedial lesson. <laughs> no, I mean, I will say that it's it's an odd choice. The dude is a fantastic actor. No question. On I that. think he should be Brainiac instead. He would be an awesome Brainiac. Right. He would like. I, he wouldn't even have to be green. He he could. Yeah, he could just. He don't have to shave his head. Nothing, because Brainiac <laughs> has multiple different types of bodies. And yeah, you know. like all they need to do is put that little thing on his forehead, and right. I'm sold. Yeah, he would be like. And he could be the shitty Brainiac from the Sega Genesis game with the <laughs> with the blonde uh, yeah. goatee. That's funny. That is funny, man. Was it Brainiac Five or No, I think Brainiac Five is the good one. Oh, that's Brainiac. Yeah, Brainiac Five is from the Legion. Hey. I, I, I got, I got to agree. He would be a much better Brainiac. I mean, but that doesn't make him a bad Luther. Uh, I mean, he's a kid. Like he comes off as a kid. You, it's interesting because like he and Henry Cavill are the same age. Right. And you would never know it by looking at those two dudes. Well, look, like, one's more developed than the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one's going through puberty one, still. Yeah, one clearly got his, you know, more than his share of testosterone. <laughs> but I'm just like, Henry Cavill. And it's funny because it's not like Henry Cavill looks like an old man. He just looks like 
for better, like whether that means Eisenberg looks young or or whatever, but it's like he looks like ten years older than than Eisenberg. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like you have even the cartoon, the Lex Luthor, the cartoon. Like, why can't we just get the guy that does that voice? <laughs> it's, like, it's actually a black guy. Is he? No, I'm just playing. No. I don't know. That'd be cool, though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. I don't know what that guy looks like. I would like to know. Jay, you know what that guy looks like? You know that guy's name? Who? The guy that plays Lex Luthor in the animated series. Um, it's it's a uh, Flash. Rosenbaum? Yeah. No, in the animated series. In the animated series, he plays Luther and Flash. No, Flash. I'm sorry. I'm think Flash in the animated series is played by, by Luther from Smallville. Smallville. Uh, I don't remember his name. I have to check it up. It, not not Luther from Smallville. That's that's Rosenbaum. Michael right, who Rosenbaum. plays the Flash? Yeah, but that's you not, know who it is. We want to know. It's the guy from Lost. Who's the the vo- guy that was inside? Inside the hatch before Desmond, <laughs> you know the one. No, I know, I know what you're talking about. It's just funny. Like I, I love it. We just had a lost reference. That's yeah. fantastic. That that's made that made fantastic form this week. Wait, who? I don't remember who the guy is before Desmond. He was a tall guy. Kind of talks like. Well, you know how he talks because we've heard him as Lex Luthor, but. Uh, yeah, the 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 voice actor that plays Clancy Brown. Steve Bloom? It's not Steve Bloom that does Lex Luthor, is it? Well, he did it. He did him in in Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, well, that's yeah. not the same one. No, no, we're talking about like the like he's the guy from the the like cast that everybody loves. Like the old school the class- animated. Yeah, like the classic, like the Justice League cartoon Lex Luthor, the classic voices, like the the Lex Luthor voice you hear in your head when you read the comic book, right? Is Clancy Brown the third? Yeah, what's that guy look like? White guy, salt and pepper hair. You look like Lex Luthor. He's putting it in chat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, while you're joking, if if they shave his head, he probably could pull it off. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he does kind of look like the like the cartoon. Damn it. <laughs> WB, what are you doing? Hire that you know guy. what they're doing. What are they doing? They're taking his shit on the franchise. They they don't. They're Jonah hexing it. They're Jonah hexing it. <laughs> That's messed up that that could. Actually That's unfair be a term. to say, but I just wanted to use it. I've been, I had that in my um, my repertoire. My re- your repertoire. You kept it in the boudoir. <laughs> right. What's wrong with your computer? I don't know. It's not letting me go into chat. Cause it wow, that guy's playing Red Hulk in Agents of Smash. Oh, yeah, that is him. Damn it. That makes me respect him just a little less. <laughs> hey, it's man. a job. It's a job. You got to pay the bills. Yeah, right. You're right. They don't like that show. Okay. So, Oz, you're down. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm down. I'm skeptical, but I'm going to see what they do. I'd rather shit on it once I've seen it and seen that it's crap. Then shit on it now and be wrong later. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Jay, 
or Mo, you're you you think it's a, a bad move? Well, you know the, the what I really think is I don't give a shit because I'm That's not true. seeing it. <laughs> That's true. But you know, for purposes of not sounding redundant, <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know what they're planning on doing with Lex Luthor, but you know they're probably making him like the Facebook guy that became a tech billionaire and sold Tumblr and then decided to become a supervillain. Like, that would be bad. Hey, new generation. That's what people identify with. But I'm just saying. Look at Kickass. He can be a tech guy, but he can't be like a social network guy. No, right? but like you know, like oh. a little inventor type. You know. Yeah. Some sort of tinkerer. <laughs> like a mad tinkerer. <laughs> Jay, what do you think? You know who we're talking about yet? Who? I mean, that's playing Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he was in Cursed. Okay. What do you think? Um, He was great in Cursed. <laughs> Fair. Um, great in Cursed. Says, uh, in chat says, there would be like Michael Sarah playing a Lex Luthor. And I did think of that. Uh, when uh, It's like a lot of people were comparing like them mm-hmm. yeah. to each other because they both play the same character the in every movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he was that character in Cursed. I don't know you if know, that makes a good Lex Luthor. Now, you guys also, if you, if you think about the way the first Man of Steel movie is, Lex Luthor could be flashbacks. It could be young young Lex Luthor. Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's not good. right. That's fine. When you say flash, when you say flashbacks, you're talking about like like they're gonna small villain. Yeah, well, you know, just yeah, something like that. Like I mean, half of half of Man of Steel was flashbacks. Yeah, but when you say flashbacks, you're saying it'll be so you managed to to. Crowbar in Wonder Woman and Batman in your sequel, and you're gonna do flashbacks of Smallville. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do Superman <laughs> in the Justice League in the present day, and then flashback to le- lessons he learned with dealing with Luther. That's, that's that sounds amazing. No, no, that's not a bad idea. Like, I mean, if that's not what they if were you want to see them fight the Legion of Doom. What? Nobody wants to see them fight the Legion of Doom in Batman Superman, right? No one's expecting. I want to see somebody fight. Yeah, they haven't announced the villain yet, right? Lex Luthor. Nah, that nah. I don't. That doesn't He's count. probably just gonna be off in the periphery. The way that Oz is saying it. Well, I mean, Oz is just. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I, it's not like I have insider knowledge on the script. But based on what I saw with the first one, it worked. Oh well, see, well, that's where we disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I don't think it worked, but I get it. I get it. You know so, what had a, you know what uh, Warner uh, or DC comic book movie did have a pretty good use of the flashback motif was um Jonah Hex. <laughs> the Jonah Hex again. <laughs> Wait, so Joe, you said he was good and cursed. Yeah, and that's, that's actually one of my like. Top twenty. No, no movies. No, you, no. you were good, and now you see me also. Oh, I forgot he was on that. What about him as Lex Luthor? What do you think about that? I already answered that. Like, I don't. He plays the ex- same character in every movie. Um, 
I've only seen three of those movies, and it's pretty much the same character. I don't know if it makes for a good Lex Luthor, um, but you know. Okay, but you know. Yeah, it's like I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he has any kind of range. I haven't seen it, but he's good at what he does. So, I. I mean, I could see him playing a, a villain character. Just because of playing that character that Joe says, the you know awkward nerdy guy, and then you know you mix that with a little bit of the the social network performance, and then just make him focus his intelligence on something bad, or uh, out of some anger or some resentment. You know rage. what? He would have made a listening to you made me think he would have made a great Electro. Yeah, yeah, he would be fantastic as Electro. Wait a minute though. Now the only here's the thing that here's the issue. Like I I I understand where people come from with this guy's with, with his range cuz he does have like sing, signature like even his dry delivery. If there's some like there's a lot of him comes through in every role. But I will give him credit in the sense that the character he plays in Zombieland is not the same guy he played in Social Network. I didn't see that one. It's you know, it's not the same guy because this guy was more introverted because he was a little shy mm-hmm. and because he was um into video games. He didn't understand people. He didn't understand people. Right. And in social network he was he still was more introverted just because he felt well, at least I assume he felt mm-hmm. a little more alienated just for being so smart. And yeah, he didn't understand people then either. Yeah. Yeah. But I I go back to Now You See Me where he played the confident guy that felt that he was smarter than everybody else around him. And that's where where he got his confidence from because he, he knew he was right. I never saw that. No, I, I saw it and it's a fantastic movie. It really was. I don't know if Now You See... I feel like Now You See Me is actually a bit of a different, a different role again too, but... I don't know if it's Lex Luthor, because I feel like you know, like he does feel like he was he was smarter than everybody, and that's definitely a Lex Luthor quality. I guess it's more like where's where's the bravado? But if you if you want if you want a guy that would hate uh, this tall, athletic, good-looking man, you get a Jesse Eisenberg. Nah, I mean, yeah, all that 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 qualifies all nerds. <laughs> it's like you know. We're all one, J- la- one lab accident away from being a supervillain. Jay, you're the next Lex Luthor. Yeah, okay. He's baldish. Yeah, look, he looks more like Lex Luthor than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. That's funny. Look, Pretty I've strong seen, jawline. Look, I've seen... I don't know, I, I've been hearing a lot of these online rants from friggin' nerds who act like they're not going to go fucking see it anyway. The only person I believe won't go see it is Mo. Yeah. And that's it. Because well, he's already proven that he, he's a man of his word when it comes to that. <laughs> so I don't know why people are bitching everywhere. It's like that's all that's all people want to do is just bitch. Just give him a shot. Okay. Yeah, Lawrence is gonna go see Optimus Ride the Dragon. Oh Jesus Christ! Can can we talk about that later? <laughs> it's like cause if I start talking about it now, it turns into a different show. <laughs> all I'm saying, the only person allowed to to hate on this choice without actually having seen the movie is Mo because he's never going to go see it. 
That's right. fair. I'm George Carlin. Everybody, everybody else can't bitch because you're all going to go. I mean, that's probably true. I, I think I'll probably go. I, you know, and like I said, and I don't even think he'll put on a a bad performance. I just think it's an odd choice, and it feels like, on, it, honestly, it feels like they're gonna do to Lex Luthor the same kind of thing they did to Superman in the first movie, where they're like, oh yeah, I mean, it's kind of Supermanish, but not really, and it's like, so I guess a so-so Superman gets a so-so Lex, you know, like, you know, it, like again, it's not even, it's not even like I like. Henry Cavill's performance it wasn't very Superman like in some ways but you know yeah I don't know it's like I almost wish like I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like I almost wish they had that plot but the Superman from Superman Returns like Brandon Routh Brandon Routh Brandon Routh played Superman. He, Brandon Routh played Keanu, played uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> you say Cal El? He's, he's gonna say Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu yeah. Reeves. I thought he was gonna say play Cal El. No, X-ray vision. No, I mean it doesn't like. Oh, Keanu! Look, you, now you got me doing it. Christopher Reeves is Superman too, so it's just like, you know, that works. the The problem with him was that he was he in a he couldn't walk. Not Christopher Reeves, fool. The problem with <laughs> the problem with with Brandon Routh was that he was in a movie that that had a plot that didn't want anything to happen. I was like, you know, he got shot in the eye, and that was the climax. <laughs> Watch totally different movies, like you didn't. You didn't see him get shot in the eye. <laughs> I know you saw a movie where a guy gets shot in the eye in the climax, but that's not the movie I watched. The movie you watched was what? The climax is when he tossed that big rock? I made a porn joke, asshole. I don't understand what you're talking about. No. <laughs> anyway, the, cli- the climax of that movie was, was Superman lifting up a giant rock. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. So, okay. What do you guys think about freaking Jeremy Irons as Alfred? He should have been Lex. Uh, Jeremy Irons would have been an awesome Lex Luthor. Like, that's when I first saw it, because they did the side-by-side pictures. I'm like, Jesse Eisenberg is Alfred? <laughs> 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 that's so odd. Right, <laughs> like, young Alfred. Yeah. It's like, that's maybe funny. flashback scenes when he was in the OSS. Alfred, <laughs> Alfred actually doubles as Robin. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alfred is Robin. That. What if they make Lex Robin? Oh, my God. <laughs> like Joseph's over there cussing I don't know why No I was Just He's in one of my favorite movies Dungeons and Dragons Die Hard 3 Oh yeah Thank you <laughs> I was like Like I, I was, For a second I was like Joe's gonna be like How did you know <laughs> No I was looking at him with disgust Like <laughs> And it's not even that I think it, it's a bad movie But that would never make any of my list of favorite I, anything. It wouldn't make anybody's favorite movie. That's why I thought he was going to... Like, you had that bewildered look like, are you in my head? No, like, <laughs> how could you say that? Why? Get out of my head. You had that look like, you're my new best friend, Moses. <laughs> it's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. 
So, um, yeah. Jeremy Irons could be any villain, almost. Really? Jeremy Irons Shit, he could awesome. be Doctor Strange. Yeah, he could. It would be it would be a different kind of Doctor Strange, but he could do it. I could see it. I could see it. That's it's crazy. It's crazy that uh, Alfreds are amazing. Like <laughs> there's some amazing actors that play yeah. Alfred. Yeah, and it's kind of like who decides? Like you know what we need. We need the best possible character, or the best bo- possible character actor in the world. Right. We want him to steal the Alf- show. <laughs> right, to play Alfred. Like, why? Why are Alfreds always better actors than Batman? I don't understand. Like, is, aren't Alfreds in like 10% of the movie? <laughs> Not even 10%, right? Like, the six. Production is hexed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Like, and I'm not saying get a bad actor, but I'm just saying you can, you know, save some money. And you know, I guess you know it's like Alfred's an older guy, so that means an older actor's probably a bit more yeah. seasoned. I, I get that too, but still, yeah. he's the only actor. one that can pull off the accent. I, is he? He's gonna do an English accent? Supposed to, right? Isn't Alfred English? Yeah, and Lex Luthor's supposed to be an adult. <laughs> Somewhere Jesse Eisenberg has one teardrop going down his face. Like, Why? I've been hitting him hard today. The Why testosterone joke. Right? <laughs> Why does he think I'm a kid? That's my Jesse Eisenberg impression. I don't know why. It it happens. Anyway, okay. So that's that's how that's gonna go. It's like Right, I agree with Joe. I agree with Joe. Um, since we we're talking about DC, there was a, a a bit of news that came out. Actually, Tiger Call put it in our Fantastic Forum Facebook group that Joe's not a part of. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't invite me. It's an open. It's an open group. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Um, you gotta invite me if you want me to join your group. Got it. Got it. He's like, you want me to join your little Facebook group? <laughs> uh, DC DC announced that they're going to start doing some of their animated films in continuity. Uh, beginning with Justice League War, which is actually coming out tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, right? So... So basically, they're gonna have a new fifty-two animated continuity, uh, where they'll be doing, they'll be having films be, stay in continuity. In fact, they said the Batman that we're gonna see in Justice League War is gonna be the same Batman that we see in Son of the Batman. It's about fucking time. Yeah, I've been saying that ever since, like these DC animated joints started getting really good mm-hmm. is that they should have a like a continuity universe just like the DC animated series did so it's like fuck what the fuck took them so long so who's the son of the Batman it's Damien it's gonna be based on that that series where they introduced Damien into DC continuity so and so the idea or at least I don't know if I should say the idea I, I know that 
the report said that they'll be releasing three animated movies this year, and two of them will be in the animated continuity, and then the uh, the third one will not be. So Why they're not? still gonna. I I guess they're just leaving room to make stories that are maybe don't fit the new Fifty Two continuity. Mm. Well, I think I think there's still like a bunch in production, right? That are going to come out at the same time. I mean, I don't know that there's a bunch in production because the thing well, about the, it, uh, Red Sun is in production. Oh, that came out already. What? Red Sun. Yeah, that came out already. Red Planet. Which? which? Oh, Red Sun. Red. Oh no, the the motion comic came out. Oh, I don't know. But I can't remember what the third the third joint is. But it's like a man. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Maybe uh, maybe Tiger Claw can let us know, or if Jay, you want to look it up. But yeah, it's, it, I know it's it's this year. It's War, Son of the Batman, and there's one other animated flick coming out from Warner Brothers Animation. But I, I don't know. I mean, I I was a little shocked by that kind of. Well, maybe shocked's not the right word, but. I was more wondering if this was a bit too reactionary, because it's like I mean I understand of course comic books generally have our have continuity, and we love them for that, but oh okay, what the uh, the third one is Batman Assault on Arkham. Oh right, which, which is, is going to be based on the game. Right, it's in the Arkham the Arkham Asylum video game universe. So, but it's like they're, uh, you know, it's not like DC's had any issues in the animated realm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they pretty much have had that on lock as far as superhero animation goes. So it's kind of like, is this something that you're doing because you feel like continuity is where it's at? I mean, I know you're doing it with the movies, and there's, you know, that's working well for Marvel. And so you feel like you need to respond, but is this maybe something that you know maybe a step too far? Because it's like in the animated world, there nothing's broken. Like they they're consistently doing better than anybody else as far as superhero animation goes. Why change the formula now? Because what they were doing sucked. What who was doing sucked? DC animated wise. Yes. It sucks when they they release two different movies of the same character that are completely different. What 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 sucks about that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, Dark Knight Returns or what? I'm talking about First Flight and Emerald Knights. Okay, so which two characters are completely different? The stories are completely different. You want different stories, don't you? I want them to be in the same continuity as each other. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Oh, you, when the stories can't aren't cohesive is basically what you're saying. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I get, I can understand that to a degree. I guess for me, it's just like you take them each on their own, and they're all awesome. And it's like it'd be. I mean, I guess it might be cool if they overlap. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it like I guess for me it's like it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, but that's because you don't care. 
Well, it's just um, it's I, just some of the movies are in continuity with the comics, right? Some which which movies? The the some of the animated, animated movies. I mean, some some are closer to the comics than others, but no, no, I'm saying the ones that are coming out, that are directly in continuity. I mean, they're not. I or, mean, well, I'll say this: the like War is based on that first Justice League arc. Okay, so, so we're not going to see something different than we saw in there. Like some weird thing that makes it so that it's based on it's supposed to a direct translation. Well, I see I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be And then like if it's in continuity like It's not in continuity with they didn't say it's in continuity with the comic. They say it's the the sh- the animated joints are gonna be in continuity with each other. Oh, okay. So like I don't know if right, War okay. is going to be exactly like the comic book, but it will be right. the Batman or whatever happens to ba- this Batman in War. Uh-huh. Those effects or ramifications should be able to be seen in, in the Son of the Batman. Yeah. Because it's the same Batman. Right. So the movie is Son of the Batman. The other movie? The other movie, the second okay. movie is Son of the Batman. And then moving forward, they're saying like they're going to have other. Okay. What I think what they're calling it, or at least what they called it in the article, was the Justice League. So it's continuity. not like I'm gonna read comics and then watch a movie. And then no. Like, okay. Good. No, that's not gonna happen. All right. Just making sure. Yeah, I think that would. That's a cool thing. I think as a concept. Yeah, but I mean. But it's you know it's I, hard. Yeah, but and I wouldn't do it for an expanded universe. Like yeah. I would do that. Say if I was like maybe, if I was uh like say Kirkman, and I did Invincible. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do an animated Invincible project. I would maybe make that in continuity with the comic, right? And then that way, it's like when you pick up the next issue, it's like, yeah, you know, the asterisk will be watch Invincible animated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like um, like the X Files movie. Did the first X Files movie come out while the episode the, the TV first show was the first one? Yeah, it came out when it was off season. Oh yeah. There you go. Right. Or like the Ultimate Spider-Man video game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, all that. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Uh, let's go ahead and I guess we're going to take a quick break because uh, it's about break time. And uh, we'll be back. When we come back, we will uh, go ahead and talk about some of these Super Bowl promos and such, some of these commercials for these summer blockbusters or I guess they're not all summer but for these movies it's Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com welcome back to Fantastic Forum we're continuing with our comic book news uh, Super Bowl was this past Sunday or I guess that's yesterday yeah that is yesterday and uh the friggin' Denver Broncos got crushed by the Seattle Seahawks. People were unhappy. Uh, I guess one because they're well. I guess everyone except diehard Seahawks fans were. Yeah. Yeah, because people usually come to Super Bowl for a game, and it was absent. Um, Why does Michelangelo look like Gary Coleman? I mean, Sorry. You, no, no, it's okay. We can talk about that first if you like. No, nah, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was it was a crappy Super Bowl. I'm yeah. glad I worked that day. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, 
the commercials were pretty lame too uh but there were some movie trailers that debuted and you know some stuff that debuted on the sidelines as well and all that so what you're shaking your head jay what are you oh wait you're, no never mind yeah well wait let's talk about this stuff okay, let's let's talk about this transformers age of extinction trailer have have you guys seen this joint no i was working i mean it's on the internet yeah i haven't i haven't cared no it's okay you know i, I normally don't look up trailers i see them in the when, theater <clears throat> yeah yeah well although i actually didn't know it was out like there was yeah. a transformer trailer but yeah i wouldn't have looked it up right like I'll see it on. I'll either see the commercial or I'll see it when I see a movie. As you saw it, yeah, I saw it. What did you think of this joint? It looks amazing. I can't believe Green Lantern's in it. What? I don't know. It was a Green Transformer that made me think of Green Lantern. Is it the guy with the parachutes? Yeah. Yeah, he starts like dual wielding weapons. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know who any of these transformers are. Here's it's the grapple. <laughs> I don't know who any of these transformers. <laughs> it's funny, like that's a good, that's a good uh, reference. Uh, even though I think you mean hoist. Yeah, hoist. Yeah, <laughs> I think you mean hoist. I barely recognize Optimus. Jay, Jay loved the Grapple. The only Transformer I recognized in, in this movie was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I think it was something about the way Grapple transformed, but Jay really loved Grapple. You are waiting for that car to transform, weren't you? No, I was hoping they would show more Bruce Lee. <laughs> He's watching the trailer, but there was a commercial in front of the trailer. Oh, gotcha. And they got Bruce Lee in it. That's cool. I don't know where they dug him up from, but... Yeah. Bruce Lee's awesome. But yeah, man, they like... Here's the messed up part. There's a lot of messed up parts about this trailer. For me, as a Transformer fan. (laughs) But there's a point where a Transformer is on parachutes and shooting guns. Like like machine guns. You know, and the messed up part for me was one, I'm like, well, I don't understand why the Transformers has has parachutes. There are so many flames on Optimus. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. man. And I'm just like, why is Optimus always getting his backside handed to him? Like, he's getting beat up in the trailer. I'm like, yeah, he gets shot in the chest or something, right? Right. And I'm just like, why, why can't Optimus Prime fight? Or why can't he, like, win? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I don't know why people, or like, in, doesn't he get messed up in all three movies? Oh yeah. shit! Well, what? He got messed up in the animated movie too. So it's continuing. No, 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 no. What? What, Joe? Are those the Stunicons? I don't know, dude. That looks just like Dead End. I think I saw Dead End. Oh shit, Joe! You can't be happy about, about this the movie. fucking Stunicons. Even if they're not gonna do it right, Joe. Dude, Motormaster looks like a truck, and he doesn't have flames on him. Like, <laughs> that's the bar. <laughs> I mean, there was a transformer with a parachute, Joe. 
It's the Stunicons. It's a giant metal robot. It's friggin' 20... It's friggin' 35 feet tall. Okay, look. Being held up by parachutes. If the Stunicons are in it... Like, it should have boosters or something. Then I have to see it. It's an alien robot. That's... There's nothing I could do. Here's the other messed up part. So the robot's holding guns and shooting them, right? Like, actually has guns Uh. in his hand shooting. Michael Bay has messed up the Transformer franchise so much that people are like, what the hell is he doing with the guns in his hand? Why don't understand why? Why wouldn't the guns just be a part of him? (laughs) Because Transformers have weapons that they use in their hands. Like, but nobody knows that anymore. Because guns are supposed to be part of robots. Because well, in every other movie, they just were built in. Right, but that's dumb. He doesn't even know how to follow his own continuity. I well, he's a special paratrooper transformer. What? Mm. Why does he have parachutes? And then here's the thing that I don't like. <laughs> so Grimlock, there's not one flame on that dude. Awesome. Yeah, see, this is how messed up the franchise has become. No flames on them equals just like G1. <laughs> no flames, it's just like G1. Listen, Grimlock is in this trailer, right? Which, you know, the, the, the head of the Dinobots he's, turns into a T Rex. He's the king of the he Dinobots. He was a prime, right? Okay. No, 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 no prime. Mm-mm. Well, he's a prime in here. He's a something. He's a dragon. That's what he is. He doesn't look like a T-Rex. In the picture I just saw, he did. He doesn't look like a T-Rex. Looks like a dragon. And I'm like, I know that there's some, like, like I understand. Well, they I, thought, Michael Bay thought that the oh, standard T-Rex looking robot would look kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, like, I get why in your head you say well you know what's badass riding on a t-rex i get it i understand that is badass (laughs) in most things when you ride on a t-rex like if you if i walked into this house on top of a t-rex you guys would be like damn it lawrence has never been this cool this is the coolest (laughs) he's ever been i get that but what you don't do is you put you don't put a robot on the back of a T-Rex, or at least not a Transformer. That's the you don't put Optimus Prime on the back of Grimlock. You know who sits on the back of Grimlock? Wheelie. Wheelie. Exactly. <laughs> that's who sits on the back of Grimlock. And that's not a good look. <laughs> you can get away with it if you're Wheelie, because you're small enough, and you don't have to be a badass anyway. Much like Bumblebee. Bumblebee could probably get away with that too. But guess what? Bumblebee had enough self-respect to not end up on the back of Grimlock. He's like, you know what? I'm a grown-ass Transformer. (laughs) I got wheels. I don't need to ride on the back of Grimlock. (laughs) This fool done messed around and put Optimus Prime on the back of Grimlock. Like, that's where he belonged. I'm like, dude. He just saw the paratrooper. (laughs) You realize that paratrooper? Who is that paratrooper? Because he he's got a like a like a robe of some kind. Listen, yeah, he's got wearing a skirt. Listen, there's ne- never in the history of Transformers has there ever been a Transformer 
that has a parachute built. A, a Transformer's never even used a parachute. You know why? They just land. Because it weighs four tons and it has jets or whatever. Or it can fly well, or it can yeah, glide. Cool parachutes, Lauren. No, you know, I you feel know, like I saw a pretender wearing a parachute no, once. Oh man! Well, he was pretending to wear one. No, no pretenders wore a parachute. It might have had a backpack. Wasn't a parachute in there? Something else, man. You know, is this like a new like? No. Are they starting over? Mm-mm. It's the because same. Because that would be awesome. What? What are you talking it's about? Four years after the last <laughs> movie, isn't it? Well, I don't know. The whole. Like one of the coolest things about the Stunicons is that <laughs> at the time they were the only Decepticons that were cars, I and understand. people thought they were Autobots. Right. I know in the Bay movies they could turn into whatever. Like one of them was a police car, and yeah. so it's like it kind of loses a lot. Oh no, I I get it because of that. No, I I know. So if they got rid of all the car Decepticons. Than just at the Stunicons, that would be awesome. Now, see, you're you're asking for like things that make sense. In the Are they going to combine? Because that's why they need Grimlock to fight Minasaur. Freaking Devastator was in the movies. No, that was a tank. That was a called Devastator. Thing. Yeah, it wasn't. Even oh like wait, no, I'm sorry. That yeah. was the first movie and. In yeah. the first movie, had the tank called Devastator. In the second one, they did have yeah. Devastator that had balls. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. People love those movies. Minnesota better not have balls. Oh, dude. He's going to have four balls. <laughs> Minnesota. Michael Bay's like, more balls! <laughs> Minnesota. You know what he needs? More balls. <laughs> Minnesota's going to have a giant throbbing mechanical vagina <laughs> That's what's with, balls. With, balls. <laughs> with balls I wonder if they can okay yeah officially my interest is peaked <laughs> in this new Transformers Age of Extinction movie I can't believe this joint man it's so I'm gonna watch it it's so I'm bad. gonna be drunk I mean it's, watch it. it's the Stunicons like I you, I have to see the Stunicons. You're going to be so disappointed when those turn out to be not Stunicons. You know, I probably am, but right now they're Stunicons. Okay. Dead End and Motormaster are in the movie. Just, God, I hope they get Dead End right. The only dude, the only thing that act, that that parachute guy is actually hoist. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. So that was so weird, like. And like, <laughs> his skirt was it flattened. came and it jumped like it was falling, and then the parachute came up. Yeah, and then it started shoot like. Right? Why? That's so weird. Like, why do you have a parachute? That's one of those things where it's like, you know, like what's this transformation? Weather balloon. <laughs> Weather balloon. He turns into a 1960 friggin' cosmonaut capsule. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually the vessel from Around the World in 80 Days. <laughs> there it is. And it's Grimlock full. looks pretty cool. This was a dirgeable. Wh- what? He looks pretty cool. No, he doesn't, Joe. I'm going to look at him again. He, I, I he like looks uh, we, like... We all know Michael Bay doesn't make Transformer movies for Transformer fans. Friggin' the fool looks like a Zord. 
He looks like a Zord. Oh, is that Snarl or Swoop? I mean, dude, you're seeing way more into this joint than I'm seeing. So where did you see Swoop? I'm asking. Frame or what's yeah, going he, on? if that's Swoop, I the one with the parachute. Like, right now, it's a frame of, <laughs> of Mark Wahlberg screaming with his fist up. Why does he have horns? Because he's a dragon. Like he's a Dragonsaurus Rex. (laughs) (laughs) A Dragonsaurus Rex. Wait. Why would that be Swoop? I mean... Yeah, I mean, it just... That'd be so bad if that... Dude. I mean, taking in Michael Bay's... Like hating Transformers, like he was the only flying Dinobot, so it's like it might be Swoop. At this point, Transformers move Transformer movies make me more angry than Slave movies. <laughs> like I'll go to like shit. It makes you angrier than Slave owners. Twelve years. Of, I'll go to twelve years of Slave and be very angry at white people. I go to Transformers: Age of Extinction. I'm angry at everyone. Like. I'm just like how? Do, yeah, because black people love these movies. How did the world make this? Ha- let this happen. Like, why didn't somebody stop it? Why is Grimlock letting someone ride him on a dragon with a with a broadsword? That is not badass. That's a different. I want a poster of that. This is friggin'. This is friggin'. Like, crawl or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, Transformers is crawl. not the place for that. Crawl was an awesome movie. Is it on Netflix? It's not the place Probably for that. Probably old enough. A, a, a dude with a sword on a reptile is not where your Transformers movies go. Or and then, and then it's a dude with a sword on a reptile, and then they're all robots. It should have been the Energy Axe. Hmm? If it was the Energy Axe, that would have been better. No, it would not have been. <laughs> it would be worse. You know why it'd be worse? Because <laughs> it'd be like... What made this fool dig that one tiny piece of continuity out? Like, he's like, well, it can't just be a sword. It needs to be the energy axe. Like, the energy axe, Michael Bay? That's what we need to get right. But in the meantime, we have Optimus Prime riding on the back of Grimlock. Like, that's not, he's not a horse. <laughs> I don't, I don't, okay. Uh... So, Amazing Spider-Man Two came out with a trailer. No, we don't need to. It's not my turn. Go keep talking about Transformers. Amazing Spider-Man Two came out with a trailer, which was uh, I it was I I I think they said it was like a Villains Unite sizzle reel or something, but it really only showed Electro. <laughs> I mean, there was you saw a little bit of Rhino. Well, yeah, but I don't. I didn't see them uniting, or villains. Like it didn't feel like the villains were being featured. It felt like Electro was being featured, and I use the term "featured" loosely because. Oh, what the fuck! What? She's alive still. What the Gwen Stacy? Like, if she's gonna fall, she needs to break her neck. Otherwise, well, why we'll even have go- her fall? There's a goblin in this one. Did she did she fall in the last movie? No, I don't think so. I don't remember that movie that much. So how do you know she won't fall in this one and break her neck? 
Because they just showed him saving her. She can fall with the And they the start making out. You don't make out with a corpse. Well, I mean, Spider-Man shouldn't. <laughs> Why isn't she hot? She's broken. It's like something with the Why makeup. Why is she wearing, like... Why is she wearing a 1960s sweater? She's Gwen Stacy. It's like that's... She's permanently... It's like they want her to look like in Spider-Man Blue. Right. But now this movie is actually Spider-Man blowing. <laughs> I don't I don't know. All I know is the characterization... Like, I'm not happy with Electro's motivations or his, his seeming motivations in this joint. Like... Wait, what, what were his motivations? I, I missed that. Based on the trailer, it seems like the that that friggin' he admires Spider Man for like, you know, he admires that he has power and that people like look up to him and respect him and so he admires that about Spider Man. And so he wants to you know he he gets an up close look at it because Spider Man helps save him or whatever, and they have a small interaction where Spider Man says his name and all that, and then he tries to become like Spider Man in regards to like I guess having like that kind of power and people looking up to him. Like he he wants to I guess maybe maybe be a hero. I don't know if he you know, but he wants that admiration. And when Spider Man sees him that next time. And doesn't remember him, it makes him angry, and that basically I don't know if that that's gonna be what launches him into deciding to be like a villain, or if there's gonna be something else as far as him just like wanting to get a vendetta against Spider-Man. But it, it's basically based on him not remembering who he was. He's like, "You lied to me." He's like, "You said you said I was your eyes and ears." <laughs> <gasps> That's right. Not Electro. Like, I know, that's yeah. someone else. Right. And so it's like it's really weak. It's just like one of those things. Like it's it's basically kind of like, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a good look. Electro looks like the like a Sith Lord. Got a hoodie and everything. You need more than a hoodie to be a Sith Lord. A, a, a Sith Lord oh, and electricity coming out of him is all you need, right? A Sith Lord doesn't have a hoodie. First of all, he has a cloak. It's like, it's like <laughs> that's, just, that's just a medieval Lawrence's hoodie. Hate against hoodies again. <laughs> remember, he didn't like the Scarlet Spider either. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Scarlet Spider has a hoodie, <laughs> right? See, see the difference between a Sith Lord and Scarlet Spider. He has a hoodie. Friggin' yeah. I yeah I don't know I'm just like and you know I'll say this the little tiny piece of the rhino thing that they should did show it's like I'm like I would like to see what that looks like but it's like he he rams in the shit by definition because he's rhino right but he's got a windshield yeah and it's like I understand it's like the power suit thing it's like the ultimate kind of version but. And I understand why you wouldn't maybe make the guy in the gray suit like I, but still, like I think there's a more happy median. You know, you can you can find. I would have made the guy in the gray suit. Would you? Mm-hmm. Who would you have cast for the guy in the gray suit? Well, that one I, I would have to think about. CGI. But 
You gotta put a Eisenberg. face. That's a good rhino. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg no, is rhino. Uh, Clancy Brown the third. The freaking Lex Luthor? Yeah. <laughs> he has, he could do it. He has that yeah. face. <laughs> He's like, wait, I got rhino face? You got rhino face. Making fun of my nose. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm I'm just like I I was planning on watching the original and then going to go see the second one. But this commercial didn't make me more happy about going to go see it. It did the opposite. I'm sure everybody else loved it, though, so that's fine. Yeah, that's all that matters. You know. I think, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with a criminal Electro. Like, I don't think that that's less interesting. Well, remember the story I had a couple months ago where Jamie Foxx decided he wanted to be a different Electro and he was giving notes to the director and of course that director is so pussy whipped at this point for having Jamie Foxx on his movie that he's like yes yes Jamie Foxx okay whatever you want yeah yeah so that happened um I don't and I I don't know like I haven't seen anything with the Goblin in, in it yet yeah, they show him like for like a second, like floating around. Oh yeah, yeah. I missed it. And I think he's pretty it, green. Yeah, they got well, that it, right. It, oh yeah, it looks like the Sam Raimi one from what I saw. Oh yeah, like that little leather suit and glider. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see. It's the kid from Chronicle, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a crazy looking Harry. Not in a bad way. No. No, no. Harry always looked a little freaky. Yeah. Like a little unhinged. Like I I even thought a little, you know, that good looking Harry was a little weird, but what do I know? <laughs> you thought oh, you mean in the original like James Franco, yeah. Yeah, no, I would I'll give you that. I mean it's like, you know, it definitely wasn't a traditional kind of take. This one's a little closer. But, you know. Um, so fucking awesome. <laughs> so, sorry. He's jerking off to the wiki entry for Thunder Collins. Dude, it has this awesome picture in it. That's just I'll put it in chat. Thanks. But it's great. It's a. It's a that great. could be the truck from the, cause that that's what it, the same color scheme. Yeah. So it might be the. The only thing is. Yeah, it is the standard cons. That's confirmed. Who confirmed it? Um, it was in one of the things I was looking up, or it was. It's in the video, the extended look, where they show you some of the uh, uh, they do like uh, production art and uh, scenes from the uh, scenes from filming. Uh huh. They mentioned that that's a Motor Master. All right. Prepare for disappointment. There was a new. I don't know why Michael Bay hates trailers. Is wait, is it Motor Master without a trailer? Yeah. How's that? It can't even be Motor Master without a trailer. I mean, you can say the same thing about Optimus. No, Optimus's entire transformation is in the cab. Like the trailer goes away. Motor Master's whole body. <laughs> 
is the trailer. Like literally, his feet are the cab. So it's like, if you take the trailer away, there's no Motormaster. Basically, they just got another Optimus Prime truck and made it black. And that's no, what you were happy they about? they just put more fiberglass around it. Freaking Optimus. Not a single flame on him. Well, but see, Joe. Plus, it's dead in. Like, out of all the Stunticons to show, they show my favorite. Was it yellow? No. <laughs> Dead End was the the Corvette, the like, oh. burgundy one. Oh, I was thinking about friggin' the uh, what's that fool's name? He's the pacifist. <laughs> right. Okay. I got you. I got you. What that? No. What's that? What is that fool's name? I can't remember. the The funny car one. Was right. what I was thinking was Dead End, but it's no. Not. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll come. I'm pulling it up. We'll come back to it. So, are we gonna talk about the Captain America? Yes. The Captain America trailer was a highlight <laughs> for me. <laughs> for me, I thought it was awesome, and I think you guys should think it's awesome too. Even Falcon was cool. You know how hard it is for Falcon to be cool? It turned out it just needs to... You just paint his costume black. It, it's not the same costume. It's close enough. It's not. It's like he totally different. Doesn't have a, he doesn't have an actual Falcon though, right? It's just a black guy. What? <laughs> Wait, are you he doesn't have his pet Falcon, right? Who's pet Falcon? Falcon. Falcon, Falcon. has a Falcon. No, I know that. Right, but that's not right. what Oz is asking. Is no, he's asking whether or not the Falcon is in it, or if it's just the guy. It's oh. a Red Wing, no? Yeah, and yeah, the Falcon's not in the in the trailer. Like he sh- better not come. We'll have him in a cage. <laughs> I don't want to. He's losing that. his feathers because it never takes him out. It'll be it'll be what you call it'll be uh uh friggin' whiplashes bird <laughs> that cockatoo <laughs> now falcon the falcon i mean he's definitely the ultimate design like the ultimate universe falcon but it works even the wings look cool <laughs> joe <Isn't> that- <laughs> what are you talking about he saw joe? captain america cake yeah captain america cake uh huh. It's like shaped yeah, like that? the shield. It's red, white, and blue on the inside. That sounds tasty. It looks delicious. Look, I think we're just hungry. Taste, taste. Yeah, like I ju- realize that too. It's like I'm actually pretty hungry. Tastes like justice, but tastes like freedom. <laughs> I don't know why. I just am not getting excited about Captain America. Yeah, I'm not either. I don't understand why. Because it's going to be such a good movie. The first one was just so good. Did did you guys see Winter Soldier in this joint? I don't like the Winter Soldier. You don't have to like the Winter Soldier. Yeah. He still looks cool. He looks tired. Yeah, he looks. Uh, yeah, he looks he like he needs some sleep. Yeah. Okay. It's like that bionic arm needs some WD forty. Look, it's like the way he has his mascara just makes him look. Yeah, tired. Yeah, like he was just done crying. Well, I mean, he was kind of got brainwashed. Not my problem. I mean, 
that stops you from sleeping? It can. But Ooh, once that's true. once it's washed, he can sleep, right? Yeah. So he should have caught up on that sleep. I don't know. I'm a, I might just skip it. Yeah. Like you know what? It's Joe? like or not skip. I mean, I might no, like, no. catch it on Netflix. Be- no, between what? between Nick Fury and it, and then the guy that plays Falcon, like who directed this? Tyler Perry. Oh, two black people, and all of a sudden, it's friggin' it's friggin' blank man. Yeah, <laughs> best man holiday. It's it's, it's Meteor Man now <laughs> because it's two black people. Oh, Meteor good. Man, a much better movie than Blank Man. They're both good. I wouldn't say that about Blank Man necessarily. <laughs> Look, Jeff, but I did like Meteor Man a lot. What? I just want you to know, Jay. Like, is I'm not gonna say you have to like this Captain America movie. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not saying you have to get excited about it. What I will say is, if you don't turn down your level of excitement for this Transformers split, <laughs> and and you either split the difference between that and Captain America. Or get on board with this Captain America joint. Like, you got to do one of those. Because you can't be like, oh, Age of Extinction and then friggin' Winter Soldier just like, oh, well, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. No. It's like one of those movies is of, like, just the trailer alone is of exceedingly higher quality than the other. Like, dude, one has a, a dude, look, one has a black man with friggin' robot wings and is pulling it off the other one has a robot with parachutes <laughs> parachute robot come on man it's so and ridiculous it's, yeah. and then he pulls out his guns you're right it's like dude come on man it's that's like, swoop I need I need I'm sure of it now oh is it really no I'm oh I'm about to say like if that's swoop, man, I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> that would be, man. Yeah, I don't know. But they'll probably just have Grimlock. Like, they're not going to get the rest of the Dinobots Well, there in was it. that, like, pterodactyl-looking one. Oh, really? Was he green? He wasn't green, but... Uh, Swoop's not green. But there was one. He had two heads. Michael Bay's swoop might be green. Maybe. Derek H's Falcon looked funny running with his butt shaking under the wings. What, Derek H? <laughs> what are you looking at, dude? Superhero movies. Stop it. <laughs> he thought it was Scarlett Johansson. He thought it was Scarlett Joe. Speaking about how hot she is. <laughs> For real. Um, I saw a movie where she's not hot at all. What movie is that? Don John. She wasn't hot in that? No, she was stunning. Oh. But I bet, she I bet was so bitchy, her. like. She was, like it just, it, yeah. I could only wank it like twice to her in that movie. I don't think I would have a problem with Scarlett Johansson bitching. Out. I don't know, man. I'll have to see Don John. See if it if if it friggin' turns me off at all. It's like, oh my god, just hearing her whine at you like that. Ugh. It's like is it the whining, the accent, or the combination? Yeah, I think it's a combination of the accent and the whining. But it's like, it's not even whining. Like, it's one thing whining. Whining. Uh, okay, I guess the best way to put it in a way that's not going to offend our female listener. Oh, I don't care about that. Larry, you know, we talked about this before. There's 
a couple times types of stupid. But there's stupid, stupid, and then girl stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? I, I think so. We've experienced some. Yeah. You know, all I have to say is, no. You brought it up to me. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not gonna, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you pointed it out, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah, she's straight up chick stupid in that movie. And she had a reason, but it's just like, ugh. I'm yeah, like, I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. So, yeah. So it looks like Swoop is in it, but he's the two-headed dragon. Son of a bitch! That thing is Swoop. Yeah. I thought Grimlock was fighting that. Oh shit! That's Hound. <laughs> Hound with the parachutes? Yeah, dude. See what they did to you? Look, Hound is Jay's favorite Transformer. You see what they did to your boy? And he has a cape. They made him a paratrooper. Uh, um, yeah, the, the kind of... And, and the proportion of the parachutes like, don't even match. Little <laughs> tiny, two tiny parachutes. Looks like it's his bra. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, they said that's crosshairs. I don't. Cross they thought hairs. it was hound, but is that a target master? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly offhand. What or I feel like cross. Is. I feel like crosshairs might have been actually the name of a one of the guns. And Galvatron is in it. There, there. Damn it, Galvatron. That's gonna be bad. I like it already. So Captain America's gonna be awesome. I'm happy about that. They, they, that's all they, they didn't show any Guardians of the Galaxy or anything like that? No Guardians. There was a twenty four uh teaser. They're bringing twenty four back, but supposedly in a different format. Oh shit. It's gonna be twelve this time or something, right? What does that mean? It, it's like half the episodes. It's like half the episodes? So yeah, it's still like twenty four hours, but it's not like in real time like it's like it's always been it's gonna be a condensed version or something like oh, that. Oh, so it's coming on Netflix or something similar. I don't know. So so each episode is two hours? No, I no. think it's still one hour episode, it's just, it's just double not time. in real time. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like instead of tuk 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 Wait, that was a series? 24? No, I mean the commercial was for a new series or was it a movie? I think it was a series. I don't think it's a movie. Oh, that's much more interesting. <laughs> but but no, I'm 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 just asking. Like each episode, I know it's still an hours in length, but is it covering two hours of time? Yes. Didn't Something you understand? Like that. Tuk, 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 tuk. <laughs> yes, I I read that in the press release. <laughs> <laughs> Post immediately. <laughs> Here's a little sound. <laughs> you know how whenever they tease it, they just play the sound. Yeah. <laughs> so you're teasing. You're in the theater, and they're gonna tease it. You just hear. Tuk, 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 tuk. <laughs> oh jeez. You know what it's called, right? What? 
24 live another day is that that's not what it's really called is it yeah that's what it's called live another day mm-hmm. why did they do that well because 24 covers a whole day so it's like he's living another day what <laughs> what about today what does it wait live another day what is that for what do we even need that for so we know he's alive for most of it he when did he even die he could have died in between seasons oh we don't know right <laughs> okay. they're just gonna show him in flashbacks like they did in Man of Steel <laughs> live another day that's some bull <laughs> I wonder if and it's also in England by the way it doesn't matter that it's in England. I don't have a uh, problem with that. Yeah, it does. Hey, I know Why? what it's going to be. It's going to be two-hour episodes just like Sherlock. It is going to be two-hour yeah. episodes? Now, yeah, it's like the British have no concept of boredom. <laughs> Sherlock is awesome. It's awesome, but it's, it drags too long and there's too much silence. It, I dude, get uncomfortable. Guess what? Sherlock has silence because they put things on the screen for yeah, you to read. Well, 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 read. Well, well. Who wants to read? read? What the fuck I got to read on TV for? Read. I don't need to read on TV. Read. I need and to then, watch. They need to show me a story. If I want to read it, I'll pick up that shit you call books. <laughs> I don't read those either. And then Sherlock is only six episodes. Right. And But each episode is like 90 minutes. Okay, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, but that's that's how it's gonna be. Two hours, an episode for twenty four, twelve of them. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, I feel bad that like honestly, that- I used to love that because they would have like the season opener, like the f- two episodes back to back, which was awesome. Yeah, but that had commercials in between. You know, I've always hated that we don't get to see the time, like, what happens during the commercials. Like... They're, all they're doing is driving, Joe. And I would have had hoped that for, like, the home release, they would include those <laughs> He those his Instagram at the, at the red light. <laughs> I'm, yeah. uh, I'm reading a little bit more about it. I mean, it's called 24. The, the episodes are going to be in real time. We're supposed to get a whole hour. Between the episodes. I want my whole hour. So uh, I'm guessing, like you know, he's got to get to a certain part of the of London, and it's gonna take an hour, so he gets in the car. Episode in. They're cheating me out of my minutes. Wait, wait. So wait, Oz, you just said that the episode will be an hour, but. Uh, or the episode is an hour, but it will be in real time, so things will be happening in those hours we don't see. Well, the driving. Yeah. Like, he'll be in the, what they call the underground. See, now, see how you like it. Joe, your two minutes isn't the same as an entire like hour. He'll be, he'll be having tea and crumpets before he rides the trolley. That's the, the time joke. I don't know, it, it's weird. I mean, it was a lot easier when it was actually 24 episodes and it, like each episode is an hour, but it's, it could condense it down to 12. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I don't like it. It's not American. It's not, it's not American. He's going to be having a jolly good time with the local trollop. Is, is that what it's going to be for? Yeah. <laughs> That's He's like, funny. Yeah, I might die 
the next hour, so I might as well fuck this bitch now. This toothless <laughs> redheaded bitch. <laughs> Wait, no. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta give props to friggin' MIB in chat. Because he sure enough did find a picture of Mirage with a parachute. <laughs> and you know what? I know that episode, and I'll be right. Like Mirage put put that bomb on the Decepticon ship, and he jumped off of the joint. And Autobots can't fly. He didn't have a jetpack, so he used a parachute. <laughs> that did happen. See, booyah! That did happen. That's Michael Bay paying available. attention. That's right. Michael My- Bay is listening to you eat your words, jerking <laughs> off right now. He's like balls <laughs> on your face, Larry. Balls. Obviously, Michael Bay is a bigger transformer fan than Larry. Oh, that's too yep. funny, man. That's where he wanted continuity. <laughs> Mirage with the parachute. That might be Mirage. Mirage has just become my least favorite Transformer. <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe you did this to me, Mirage. I like Mirage too. He Mor- was awesome. Yeah, is, he, is he holding two guns? Mor- no, he's not holding two guns. Nah, he's holding off for dear life. <laughs> yeah. Those cables are about to to, to pop. Oh, Shrek. I will say that the G one, uh, the G one animators had at least. The the good sense to make it a parachute that looks like it might be able to bear <laughs> the load of a giant robot. Like, well, a, yeah, it's one of the big long ones, right? It's not one, the two little like bra ones, right? Right. So but you know they're Korean, so they're better at it. What? <laughs> the animators—they're little Korean children. Oh, so they're better at what? Trying mm-hmm. parachutes. <laughs> I thought we were going to break. I wanted to leave with that. (laughs) This is Fantastic Forum. Only at allgames.com. And we're back. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. If you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, feel free to reach out. 3109-FF-LIVE is the number. You can call in. Or you can hit us on Skype. Fantastic Forum on Skype. And of course, chat.allgames.com. That's always there, too. So, uh, earlier last week, some leaked images got out from Michael Bay's teenage, well, I guess it's the, the, the title is what? Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. They're not teenagers right. or mutants. Well, I think they're mutants. They're just Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I think, I think they're mutants at least now. They don't have an origin. They have no they're origin. just kind of there. They just they disappear. It's like what? They're not just random Ninja Turtles where you are. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um. So yeah, the Ninja Turtle movie, Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. The the images leaked. So we got our first look at what the four turtles look like, what Splinter looks like, and what Shredder looks like. And um, I I look. I won't lie. I didn't see Splinter. Yeah, they had like a little. I think the image of Splinter kind of got like there was a lot of places where it got taken down, so it's a little harder to see Splinter sometimes. But I won't lie, I thought the Shredder design was pretty awesome. I was looking at it, and I, I mean, it's a little like Michael Bay overdoes everything. 
or at least it seems like every, all, all the productions with stuff that like had an origin before him he like overdoes like everything feels like a little like just overproduced to me and even though Shredder seems a little overproduced as well it works for him as opposed to the turtles which just like there are things on those turtles that just don't belong there like I don't understand like I'm thinking it might have something to do with so, like I can imagine the conversation somebody having in a boardroom somewhere or at some you know over some dinner talking about how they have to make sure the turtles look different from one another so people could tell them apart and so they put ridiculous things on them for that reason like Michelangelo has some kind of pants on or something and friggin a lot of the pictures I've seen of Donatello have him with like I don't know if they're binoculars yeah he has binoculars and glasses on right okay yeah they're either binoculars or like or maybe they're like microscope goggles or I don't know what they are they just make them look double smart and and then you got friggin like Leonardo has that friggin like bamboo like shield vest thingy on and I'm just like it's too much Michael Bay like you know how people tell the Ninja Turtles apart they wear different colors and that's all that's and all you weapons. need also their weapons are different well, yeah and the weapons too but if they're not using their weapons how do you tell them apart their personalities are pretty distinct look okay Jay <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. They're not all. They don't all look alike. I'm not. I'm not a turtle racist. In fact, I re I realize that you know, in some incarnations, the turtles actually are technically like slightly different hues of green, and you could tell them apart by that as well. You know, or some of them have different freckles. That's fine too. But what I'm saying is, oh what, my god, that's the worst picture ever. What we don't need is. Raphael to have like a full like do-rag looking thing over his head and then put shades on top of that so that we know it's Raphael. Yeah, definitely not shades. Like he, I like the little do-rag thing. I like how it looks on him, but not I don't need shades. He lives in a sewer. Yeah. There's no light down there. He doesn't need shades. But he's the cool one, so we'll give him shades. And then, you know, I don't I don't know and then they have like all the friggin like a lot of extra stuff <laughs> like I mean I'll get like they're ninjas they practice a martial art they do a lot of <laughs> punching and kicking so I'll give you like the whatchamacallit tape you know what I'm saying like I'll give you the tape over their like feet or the tape over their hands and knuckles or whatever what's the tape on the bicep for elbowing no, no. You elbow with your elbow. You don't elbow with your bicep. More tension. <laughs> like, well, they block. They they block with their bicep. Yeah. That's not gonna be a good look either. It's like you want to you want to block with your forearm, with your shin. You know, you can take it on the leg if you need to, but or on the bicep. But I don't. It's just. It's too much. <laughs> I don't like their faces. 
Yeah, they look like, they look like monsters. Right. They <laughs> look. The first thing I said when I saw it was like they look like the friggin' evil versions of the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> like from another dimension or something. You know, what I'm saying like Mike especially Lyons? the mouths. Like the mouths is like the creepiest. Leonardo just looks. Like, like he just got this grimacing, evil frown. Michelangelo looks like he's wearing lipstick. And it's like, and all of all of Leo's pictures have that same expression, like, like he's gonna come and he's gonna take your children and eat them. I know. And then Raphael is like, oh god, these mouths. These, yeah, I can't see that in the theater. Kevin Neesman's just like, yeah. Tiger Claw says, I do like Leonardo wearing the bamboo armor looking very samurai-ish. He's a ninja. He's not <laughs> supposed to look like a fucking samurai. <laughs> yeah, look. Hex says, samurai shit is cool. If you aren't already a ninja. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, samurais are great. No one's knocking samurais. Ninjas are, a samurai. Ninjas are way better. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Leo can't beat Usagi. He can fight him to a standstill. Boom! <laughs> Take that, you friggin' samurai lover. Tiger Claw <laughs> says, I think the faces are fine. Of course you do, Tiger You're Claw. wrong. <laughs> of course you do. He goes on to say, I have rather serious looking faces and... Or I'd rather have serious looking faces than cartoon faces. See, but that's the thing. No, they don't have to be cartoony to be not freakishly monstrous. All you gotta do is go back to the source material. Like everybody's, like everybody acts like the only way you can go with this Ninja Turtle thing is for them to be the '80s cartoon or this. It's like nobody's saying. I mean, nobody's asking for the '80s cartoon. They made. A CG Ninja Turtle cartoon, what, four years ago? It was a f- few years ago. How, whatever, like, like I, well, I guess now, maybe it was five years ago, because it might have been, well, like, maybe 2009, 2010. I'll I check, don't know. I'll check. But either way, it's nah, like. It was, it was like, man, it was like 2006 or seven. You might be right. Either way, however many years ago, those c- turtles looked great. It's 2007. And they weren't good job, Mo. They weren't cartoony. They no. look. Go back to the go back to the comic book. Yeah. Like the comic book. Go to Ninja Turtles Forever. Like they yeah. do the gritty turtles That's in true. that. That's true, right? And it's just like, dude, like we could have, like we totally could have had turtles with all red bandanas, <laughs> you know, running through these streets doing their thing. It's crazy to me too, because like it almost seemed like that would be like if you're gonna go that route, you would put them all in the red bandanas. Right, they look like four different looking hideous monster people. <laughs> you know, you might as well put them in the same thing. It's like these are the guys that you get to fight the Ninja Turtles because <laughs> you're like, I need their terrible alter egos, <laughs> and it's like right, and then it makes sense that he has a bamboo friggin' armor thing. Tiger Claw says word has it that Krang will be in the movie as well. Bless you. Look, if that's what the turtles look like, I'm going to be afraid of Krang. 
Well, at least Krang is supposed to look like a monster. No, no, but I'm saying Krang will be super monstrous. <laughs> Actually, it's it's Michael Bay. He might make him like normal, cuddly. <laughs> Krang, Krang will be like a little dude. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm Krang. You're gonna look like you're gonna look like friggin' uh, friggin' oh. Frieza. <laughs> Tiger Claw says it's also possible that Shredder is going to be Utron Shredder. Utron Shredder? Yeah. So it's not going to be a guy? It's going to be an alien in a suit? He says it's possible. What? Why? Where does that come from? I like. I didn't even know that that... Well... What incarnation? They're looking at the Shredder costume. And... Click this ad. <laughs> what incarnation of the turtles has an Ultron? And it trailer? looks like there's a Krang in there. Oh, jeez. It does look like there's a Krang in there. Oh, wow. I mean, it's hard eyes. to see, but. You can kind of see eyes. Yeah. Huh. Put it in chat. A uh, Tiger Claw put it in chat. Oh. That that but, uh, would suck. I don't like it. <laughs> like who who saw that? <laughs> who, who was the dude that was like? Oh no, their eyes there. Jesus Christ! I hope it's not a Ultron Shredder. Why? Why do you hate the Ultron so much? I don't. Just, it's not Shredder. Shredder's not that. There is an incarnation of that. Where? Um, one of the cartoons at Utrom Shredder. I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. That's true. I'm gonna say that that Shredder is not Shredder too. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Shredder's a guy. He's a human dude that hates that rat guy. Oh, in the 2003 in the 2003 cartoon. Which one is that? Turtles. Turtles. Fast forward. No, that's before fast forward. I don't. Which was the 2003 cartoon? It was the decent one. Yeah. It was the one with Usagi in it. Yeah. Usagi was in it too. Uh, he was in a the. It was like a. There was a four part arc called like the battle something. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and then they actually did, and it had the freaking Triceratons on it in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a bad cartoon, you're right. But that, I don't think, was that Shredder? Mm-hmm. Man. And um, he should be a guy from Japan that hates Splitter. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Wow. I don't know, I don't think I want to see this movie. Could have been worse. He could have been riding the dragon. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So, yeah. So there's this quote floating around, being attributed to Matthew Vaughn talking about the X-Men franchises or uh, basically talking about 
um, Days of the Future Past. Days of Future Past not not really appealing to him. And he says the thing that was exciting about about it was he's talking about the X Men movies or First Class here. The thing that was exciting about it was bringing all these actors together. Uh, what a cast! But I've worked worked with great actors, and I just thought I've got to do my own thing. The script was great for X Men, but I had Secret Service in my head, and this has always been Brian Singer's machine. It's come full circle. So he's saying the cast is great, but. He's thinking did he know there. Halle Berry was cast? I'm sure he did. She was cast before, so, you know. But the fact is... So he's just being polite. I think he's being super polite. Because I feel like he... That, I, look, I'm... Yeah, rubbed out. I'm totally, I'm totally reading between the lines here. But that sounds to me like a dude that saw the script and was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only... Might it have something to do with all the people in the cast? But just the fact that it's that many people. Like, I don't, I like, I feel like he probably saw the story and where it was trying to go and was just like, I'm good. And I'm going to go do Secret Service, which that has the potential to be a cool movie, too. One of friggin' Miller's Miller's stuff. Oh, is that what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Millar. Or Mark Miller. So they said that was in uh in Empire when he was talking to them, which you know, we talked about Empire. <laughs> we, we, we we made Joe discover Empire magazine last week. Oh yeah? Yes. Yeah, Talking about the different covers hear about it. from Days of Future Past. I don't sit around in doctor's offices that much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Indeed. Let's see. Um, what else is happening news-wise? I take it Oz is gone, huh? Probably. I agree. So another uh, another person has left <laughs> DC to go back over to Marvel. Um, pretty much based on DC deciding to move all their all their editorial stuff over to the west coast but uh, Mike Martz who was the editor over we good? oh yeah Yeah? oh okay no no I'm sorry that was my thing was acting up Uh, who was the editor over like basically over the, all of the Batman stuff he has decided to leave DC and he's coming back to Marvel and uh, they did give him a title 
his official title is Came Crawling Back, huh? <laughs> I don't know about crawling, but he did come back. Which um they gave him the title Executive Editor. So we'll have to see where he actually ends up or if he's just gonna be over a whole bunch of a whole bunch of the other editors. But um yeah. It's good stuff. There'll there'll be other people that will be leaving because cats aren't gonna want to leave New York. But they still wanna help make comics. Yeah. But why would they not wanna leave uh Expensive ass place to live With dreadful winters <laughs> As opposed to An expensive ass place to live Without dreadful winters Right, right. At least you have mild You know Weather year round Right Nah you know And it's, you can find Inexpensive areas here Yeah that's true In nice areas Yeah You just gotta look Yeah They're yeah. already a step ahead of the game Cause they're not actors <laughs> You know how it goes. I think they just they call New York home, so that's where they want to be. No, you can't be with them. You can't be mad at them for wanting to be where they want to be. That's where they come from. Wait till Marvel moves all the way out here. Then what? Everybody will follow. Then they're all gonna be working for Dave Ryan. <laughs> there it is. So. Do you know who B.J. Novak is? DJ Novak sounds familiar. Well, he he will be playing Alistair Smythe in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Now it's confirmed that it, that's in there. Wait, who? BJ Novak. No, I mean I heard that. Oh, Alistair Smythe. Alistair. Is that the the Spider Slayer? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? He's not gonna be in the movie though, right? Nah, he's just a character. They're making it seem like they're probably gonna go with that, but. Uh, who knows? Oh, he was in the office. Yeah. Oh, he was in the Glorious Bastard, so I saw that. Yeah, I saw him in the. He was in the Smurfs. I don't remember. Oh, he was the voice of Baker Smurf. Guess what? I know what. What I know is we have not gotten the Spider Slayer yet. <laughs> That's what I know. Like, why are we setting that character up? He's probably gonna be in the Venom movie or in the. In the Sinister Six movie, we haven't gotten that far yet. Spider Slayer, yeah. look, we haven't even gotten the Shocker yet. <laughs> Spider Slayer, get out of here with that Spider Slayer. I also read somewhere that they were hinting at Clone Saga stuff too. What, well, dude? We haven't even gotten the Vulture. You know, what I'm saying? That's what the we're series. almost there. I mean, they show the wings. When they show the wings. In the trailer, they show a guy walking, and then the Doctor Octopus arms and the Vulture wings are there. In the in part two. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't either. Bro. But I'm just saying, look, if they're not putting tombs in that joint, that we don't need Alistair. That's what I know. They they went way too far down the well on that one. Spider Slayer, get out of here. Who's gonna play Ben Riley? Ben Riley, get out of here with Ben Riley. Look, who's 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 gonna buy the hoodie? 
Exactly. Well, after the Trayvon Martin thing, they can't use hoodies. <laughs> Wait, could you imagine if they did a costume for for Scarlet Spider in a movie and it really was that hoodie? <laughs> could you imagine? That'd be so awesome because now I could buy the hoodie at Hot Topic. <laughs> the hoodie. It's like I wanted to make it, but I never made it when I was a kid. Because you're a bright kid. You're like, no, no. No. I just have no. I should not no do drive. that. I should not do that. I'm just lazy. With the arms ripped off? Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, that wasn't even cool then. I don't know it, who it's did It's cool. That. Watch. I'm going to come next week with a hoodie without sleeves on. You'll see how cool I look. Okay. You do that. You're going to love it. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Gonna love it. In fact, I'm gonna wear a long sleeve shirt under it. Let's see how cool I look, Larry. Like they might not even buzz you in. <laughs> I buzz myself in. Might not be be able to get. The, I know the code. The code will change because you have a hoodie on. <laughs> look, this like, is Long Beach, not Florida. You can't stand your ground here. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You'll forgive me for not having news because I was busy all week. No, it's okay. We actually should go to break and then we'll come back with some reviews, and then we'll talk about some stuff. It's Fantastic Forum. Only at allgames.com. We'll be back in just a moment. And we're back. All right. If you want to get in on the action. 3109 FF Live or Fantastic Forum on Skype. But as of right now, we are going to go ahead and talk about Deadly Class, number one. Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> Deadly Class, number one. It's the newest release by Image Comics from creators Wes Craig and Rick Remender. And uh, Rick Remender, we all know from Black Science, Uncanny X Force, Uncanny Avengers. He didn't do it, Uncanny X Force. Oh, you're right, he did. Not this current volume, but the one before. You're right. Yeah, the one I read. I don't read Marvel anymore. Got it. I lost my train of thought. You're saying where we know Rick Remender from? Fear Agent. There you go. Creature and doll. I think that's all I know him from. <laughs> the end. Um, you know, one everybody says, you know, he him writing science fiction, that's what we need. That's what he was put on this earth for. But he can write other stuff. <laughs> he did Frankencastle. Was that good? Yeah. Okay. It's, you know, it's different. Right. We know how much you love different. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, but uh, Deadly Class is just not science fiction. <laughs> Got it. It's uh, probably the furthest thing away from it. This is like a story of like a runaway joining with no like ties, no family or anything like that, joining a uh, assassin school. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. And it's like he's basically he's a little kid that his dad helped the CIA in Colombia or Nicaragua or Honduras, one of those Mexican places. 
And, uh, <laughs> what? You know, where they have those pe- people that speak fast and do coke. But basically. Florida? There too. <laughs> yeah. But basically, he had. Uh, the, his dad helped the CIA, and then, you know, then he was a marked man. They tried to kill him. So the government brought him here to San Francisco and gave him a new identity and with his kid and wife. And then when the kid was little, this bitch decided to <laughs> commit suicide oh, and landed on his parents. So he's been out like in halfway homes and out on the street Wait, since the, the age of five. The chick like jumped out of a building? Well, from a bridge. Oh, jumped from a bridge and landed on his parents? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, and he watched it and then it, it How basically... How did one person take out two people? She was fat. Oh. And uh, and they were little because, you know, they're Hispanic. <laughs> so he could have been like, mom was probably like 4'11", 4'12", 4'13". <laughs> and the dad was, you know, 5'6". <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It's just so funny. Like I keep thinking about a big fat woman landing on two Latino people. It's just like, oh my god! It's like the horror. It's an eclipse. <laughs> the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Here's the scene right there. It's the one in red <laughs> for blood. Um, damn it! But basically, whatever. Whatever the any type of trauma or fear that the kid had built in in that moment tweaked his mind. He became like a schizophrenic. It fucked him up, and uh, he couldn't. You know, he couldn't function. He couldn't go to school. He couldn't be a kid anymore. So he became homeless. Uh, it takes place in 1986, I think. Okay. 87. Um. So. It kind of. It, it it it. The backdrop is when Ronald Reagan decided to cut the funding for the mental health centers oh, in America. Okay. So you see him dealing with a lot of different homeless people that were sick, that are now homeless, mm-hmm. and um, he's one of them. And uh, yeah, he's just being. It's like so cool because he's telling you the story, you know, in the monologue, and you're seeing, you know, it time jumps a little, a few months, but the whole time he feels like he's being followed, and then after like three months of you following this kid. Somebody tries to kill him and he thinks they're cops because he's homeless and it's illegal to be homeless or whatever. So he's like running. And then you just see people off to the side just minding their own business and they like trip the cops. Another guy just opens his car door and they're not really cops, they're assassins, but they're trying to kill this kid. You don't know why. Right. You're just thrown into this in the middle of his story about dealing with his parents' death and living on the street, getting his shoes stolen from a homeless guy. It, he's out about and then he's got to run near the chase is on and basically you see all these people like you know he's, he's running away and then you'll just see a guy from the little corner just says turn right you know kind of like the matrix mm-hmm. in that one scene in the office just shit like mm-hmm. that and it turns out these assassins were watching him for the last year mm-hmm. and they just saw something in him that they can he'd be a natural for the the to go into this training and this chick in particular takes him like picks him out of everybody they've been watching and they end up you know f- escaping 
and they go meet the master and he takes them into this like underground like just pathway from the middle of like Chinatown and it's like this huge cavern with like a like kind of like um the like Shadowland but it's underground you remember how Shadowland like they brought yeah. the castle into yeah. Harlem and so it's like that but underground in like the cave it's just and then that's basically where it ended he had some stuff where he's like he didn't want to you know there was his initial sense of you know not wanting to do it and then he gets talked into doing it and he becomes the responsibility of the chick that was watching him the whole time so the whole time when you think he's just being paranoid and schizophrenic he was actually being watched that's funny so you don't know what his state really is but yeah and he's just hyper vigilant yeah so talk to us about the art the art is very dynamic uh very uh i i because of the the style of the clothes and just some of the angles some of the i i the the action sequences like they very reminiscent of akira Mm, so it has kind of that like 80s anime action anime feel in terms of art Mm -hmm. but what gets me the best is the colors Mm -hmm. because half the pages like the very first page is all shades of pink everything's done in shades of pink right so it's very um expressionist comic book art storytelling which mm-hmm. you don't get to see too much I mean you saw in the killing joke but that got recolored so half of you motherfuckers haven't even seen the original colors <laughs> it's kind of like almost like um, what like who's do- who else is doing that right now sex the book sex is oh it doing- does that yeah kind of yeah and or like almost like butcher baker yeah yeah, yeah Riley Rossmo does that a little bit in Bedlam yeah you know, uh-huh. um, but but see, those are more gritty looking. That's true. This is very soft and very pastel like, mm-hmm. almost Tim Burtony. Hmm. Um, yeah, and the art style itself is pretty good. It's very um, I don't know. I don't know what to like maybe like a not Umbrella Academy because it's not as cartoony, mm-hmm. but it's like a mixture of. Umbrella Academy and maybe some like 80s manga type where it's not like exaggerated eye features and all that but yeah the colors is really what gets to me it's like the scenes of like basically uh, November 1st is the day of the dead and that's when they discover him everything is done in black and orange but you don't even notice that Till I just told you that everything's done in black and orange. That's probably true. You w- you probably would have just read that like yeah, like oh it's just a weird party. <laughs> but everything like all the the light bouncing off of like a black clothes is orange light. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, like and it's only like the only thing that pops is him a little bit because right, he has cause a little taint of blue. Right, and it's because he's you know standing out from all these people partying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. So yeah, I like that a lot. And uh yeah, when they're being chased, everything's shades of red. I wonder yeah. how it is they decide what color to go with on these palettes, and I wonder if that's like an artist thing exclusively or if if 
uh, Remender has any like does he give input on that I think Remender in, yeah I think he probably gives input on that or maybe they Wes Craig said maybe we should do this but yeah I don't think I don't want to take away from the, co- the colorist talent yeah but I think you know, being you know, being an inker or being a colorist, mm-hmm. you're more prone to dealing with direction yeah, than you would be if you're the writer on a creator own book or the artist on right. a creator, you know, artist co creator. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta consult, but basically you're half of the be all end all. Gotcha. Especially on a book on the, but a colorist usually they hire these guys, so they're doing the job. Right. Like they're basically Trying to help achieve a vision. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like, who's blonde, who's black-haired, who's white-haired, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it... All in all. I was pleased with it tremendously, especially because everything I've been reading lately has been very, you know, Satellite Sam is kind of like a Mad Men-type drama book with murder mystery in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading that as religiously as I am. Sex criminals, saga, mm-hmm. black science, mm-hmm. and I rarely read any like action books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did Dead Body Road uh, last month, but I didn't pick up the new one. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's lately there's been a lot of sci-fi stuff that I've been getting into. And uh, this one, you know, it's Remender on Image again, so it's like I'll, I'll gotta give this one a shot. And uh, I wasn't disappointed. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I would want to keep reading it. I mean, what's the chances that these guys are all figments of his schizophrenic imagination? (laughs) (laughs) He's not. He's not even really meeting those that school. Yeah, who knows? But it's just. I think the the fact that he might be a little unhinged because they don't go into how unhinged he is. It just basically the caption says, "All my fears and everything." Uh, that I had in me when I saw my parents die came out. So to me, like, I took that as he snapped. That's when he wasn't well anymore. He wasn't a child living a happy childhood anymore. Everything came true. And he was talking about being watched and all that. So that's what my inference. That's fair. So, so I would give it five deadly assassins out of five. Cool. Wow. Look, high praise. You know, usually, like, even when you like stuff, you don't necessarily give it yeah. five out of five. Yeah, I have no problem recommending this book to anybody. Wow. Maybe a girl, but other than that, <laughs> like, well, you know, they're half the population. But not half the comic book market. That's true. That's true. So, okay, cool. So, uh, for your reviewing pleasure. I submit to you Thunderbolts 21 which um I I I've we've talked about Thunderbolts a little bit since this incarnation yeah. came about for those that don't know um Didn't we just reviewed the annual last week or the week before probably the week before Did we review the annual the week before? Yeah, that was the one where the Punisher smiled. Right. You know what? Let me tell you. I think I might kind of be like in a in a um 
little bit of a like, I, like work haze. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, in a in what what I don't for lack of a better term, I'm a little bit in a writer infatuation with Charles Sewell. Oh, uh, everything this guy writes. He's your literary Sewell. crush. <laughs> literary crush. Everything this fool writes, I enjoy. What's his name? Charles Sewell. S O U L E. And so, it's like, I mean, he's probably, r- right now, I would say he might be like, if he's not the best writer at DC right now he's probably just only second to like maybe Snyder and I don't even know because I'm like like I haven't read the latest Batman so I don't know how good that's been in like the like in the last like month or two I have them but I haven't read them yet and it's like I know Snyder did like uh friggin what's he do uh unchained or whatever yeah which wasn't as impressed with but then on the other hand though I'm like if I'm not mistaken I think Sewell did Superman Wonder Woman I think did he, I think he did that one too yes and that joint is fantastic and then he does like swamp thing and that joint is fantastic then he comes over to Marvel and he did this issue of Thunderbolts and I was like, dude, I'm having so much fun reading this Thunderbolts. They're in hell. Good for him. They're in hell. <laughs> because Well, the team the team is friggin' Red Hulk, Punisher, Electra, Venom, Deadpool, friggin' the leader. And this chick that they kind of did a, a deal with that's not on the team anymore but they were using her name is Mercy Mercy's like this death angel type dealy thing right they wanted to send Mercy to hell and so they enlisted Ghost Rider to help and they're like Ghost Rider we need your help we need you to send this person to hell and Ghost Rider's like I'm not really that guy. You might want to go to like Doctor Strange. I'm not a spell guy. I'm a like a ass kicking guy. And they're like, hey, we can't do, we can't go talk to Strange because he's too above board. So we're coming to you. Ghost Rider tries to cast the spell to send this chick to hell, and in turn, because he's not a spell guy, he sends a portion of the Thunderbolts to hell. So now you have Deadpool and friggin' Venom, Ghost Rider and Red Hulk. Like identical at this point. Deadpool and Venom. Yeah, they're not identical. They they have mask. That's true, but you know they look different. Different enough. They had to give him the tentacles. Give who? Where's Deadpool and where's? Don't stop it. You know which one is which. One's black and one is red. They everyone on the Thunderbolts re- wears red and black, cause that's their thing. Which look, it, look, that's almost identical. And that's and it, it's funny because Ghost Rider 
definitely like ask about it. Like he's like, right. So they both they both look like Spider Man with guns. <laughs> they both look. That's funny. That's fair. Um, but yeah, this book is about the, th- the these this contingent of the Thunderbolts trying to get out of hell because they got stuck there accidentally, and they have to make a deal with the devil with Mephisto to try to to get out. In the meanwhile, you have Punisher and Elektra. And they're hanging out because they don't do magic, and they're trying. They, they're trying. They're going on their own, like side adventure or whatnot, and it's cool because it's Punisher and Electra Buddy Hour, which is awesome. Kind of because you learn. Like I mean, they have a budding romance going on, but Punisher and Electra in a relationship. Even though they're not in a relationship, but whatever their thing is, is a different kind of thing than what you're used to as far as comic book romances go. And, like, Punisher and Elektra getting to know each other is, like, them talking about or learning about why it is that they kill who they kill. Like, what their motivations are and that kind Would of stuff. Would you call it a flirtationship? No, it's not. They're not flirting. I mean, you know, they don't they don't mess around. So it's not like you know, it, it's not so much as, oh, we're. Um, it's not so much as oh, I don't know what this is, as we don't need to define it. Oh. Uh. Let's just let it be what it is, you know. Especially considering that we might be both be dead tomorrow. <laughs> that kind of deal. But uh, yeah, man, it's like Sewell is spot on with everyone in this book. Here's the one misstep: Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider is not. Is it the little kid that drives the little Ford Fiesta or something? Mexican kid. No, no. Last Ghost Rider was a chick. If I'm not mistaken. Right. He's asking if it's the new one, the non-chick one. No, is there? There's a new one. Yeah, the, the East LA kid. Oh no! The no. drives a dark Dodge Challenger. No, it's what you call it. It's Danny Ketch. He's alive again. Yes. Huh. Yes, and here's the like Ghost Rider is not in my like I guess pantheon and character of characters in which I feel like. You know, I can speak on with any type of authority necessarily, right? Because it's like I'm not a guy that reads a whole bunch of Ghost Rider, but I think I know enough about him to know that he's not done the way he's supposed to be necessarily in this book. And it's not like he's done poorly; it's just not Ghost Rider. It's Danny Ketch with his head on fire. And I don't. That's not how it's supposed to be. Like they're two separate people, you know. Like, right. Yeah. And so, I, f- I hear what you're saying. Like, he doesn't have that whole spirit of vengeance kind of thing. He's kind of more like just a guy with his head on fire. Right. More matter of factly. That and might have been something that happened to him. Maybe yeah, so. I think. I feel like at some point yeah. he became actual like. The Ghost Rider and the actual spirit of vengeance 
kind of got pushed aside. With with Danny Ketch? Yes. See, but then, okay, so how do you do a pennant stare then? Like, Remnant power. You have to say you have to say that crazy stuff that Ghost Rider says when you. Gra- Anyone can say stuff, but he does. Danny Ketch doesn't do that. He does when he has to. I mean, he's not gonna not say it just because he's him. He might. Well, who knows? I got a chance to flip through this book. Mm-hmm. I didn't read it. Okay. Um, I didn't have time. Okay. Also, I didn't feel like it. Okay. <laughs> but please tell us all the reasons you didn't read the book, Jay. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm definitely gonna pick up the next issue of Thunderbolts. <laughs> um, the end of this issue was just great. Um, I didn't mention it specifically because I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, that's why I'm speaking right. ambiguously. Because I know it was funny because it, it shocked me and I knew that that was the case, which was the messed up part. And I was like, oh, like it was just such a callback. That I was just like, oh, damn it. That is the way things are. It was, But it was cool. I That was the only thing that I had the issue with was Ghost Rider's characterization. But Ghost Rider's only so much a part of this book that it doesn't really hurt it. And I'm just like, you know, again, with it being Charles Sewell or Charles Sewell, I'm just like, He's he's doing it all right as far as I'm concerned. Like if he if if he decides like you know if he's in the midst of him writing six books, he misses the mark on Ghost Rider a little bit. And that's only just a fraction of the book, right? It's like I can't be mad at that. It's like he he probably didn't have enough time to do the research because he's too busy nailing friggin' Superman and Wonder Woman and making sure how to figure out how to make Swamp Thing as awesome. And figuring out what the next cool twist he's going to put in the next issue of Thunderbolts, and he's probably working on a independent book himself too. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. It's a fun read. It's a cool story. It has a great cast, a lot of great interaction, as well as action stuff. I'll give Thunderbolts, um, Thunderbolts issue twenty one. Four flaming skulls out of five. No, he's a lawyer. Charles Schul? Yeah, specializing in immigration and entertainment law. Oh, wow. Wait. So they're not going to screw him out of uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to get fingered. Wait, uh, dude. But he must not be lawyering anymore, right? No, he is. Get out of here, dude. So this fool is a lawyer, too, and writing like six comics? And a musician. What? But that he might not be doing anymore. It's like, and a doctor. Like, he's figuring out the cure for the cold. Well, that's why he wrote 27. Did he write 27? Yeah. Yeah. You oh. didn't know that? I, I only mention it every time he comes up. I forgot that he wrote 27. You're not a real Charles Soul fan. I forgot. You're a fake ass. <laughs> right. I'm over here with the other Charles Sewell bandwagoners. Yeah. It's just me. It's I just liked me. him before he was cool. 
<laughs> I liked him before he had a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Wait. And, um, damn it, there was something else that. Does, is he the one that's doing the She Hulk book? Yeah. Yeah. And Inhuman. Damn it. No, 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 no. Wait. He's doing Inhuman? Inhuman too? number one. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I'm not worried. Like, he's great. He he needs to, damn it. He's doing too much. He, did. he must not Marvel, have a family, huh? Mar- probably not. I mean, he is an attorney. It's like he's doing a lot. He's great though. Good for him. Yeah. You gonna say something? You gonna say something? No. No. (laughs) You sure? Yeah. Okay. If we're not gonna say anything, we're gonna go on break and we'll come back and we'll talk more. You can say something then. Nah. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. If you guys want to get down with the conversation, if you have something you want to talk about, feel free to hit us up. 310-9-FF-LIVE is the number. 310-933-5483. Yeah. Or uh, hit us on Skype. Fantastic Forum on Skype. Uh, And, of course, we're still looking into chat. Uh, We see you guys talking about friggin' fatal attractions and... uh, Magneto ripping the adamantium out of Wolverine and friggin' Spider-Man 2099. We like that type of convo. Anyway. So, um... There was a, a, a friggin' cover that came out recently for the Powerpuff Girl comic book. And it was a... A exclusive, like a, a collector edition cover for the Powerpuff Girl comic number six. Uh, it was done by. What's the? I can't remember. Uh, Mimi Yoon. Mimi Yoon is the name of the artist. And it got a a bit of controversy because it had the Powerpuff Girls on the cover, and they were kind of grown up. And some people felt like they were being, or they were being uh, objectified. By some people, we mean women, right? No, actually, the no, part- it's men. Uh, the woman drew it, right? And men are offended. <laughs> Basically, that's what happened. They're like, like a a dude basically kind of said, "Hey, like." This is objectifying the Powerpuff Girls that are supposed to be little girls, and we should not be friggin' sexualizing these women or these young ladies, and that's wrong. And other people were like, well, they're not being over-sexualized. Is there something wrong with me that I don't see them sexualized? No. At all? I would... I would like vent. the ones crossing her legs. Right. And I mean, you know, she's showing a little thigh there, but if you're not looking for that, you probably don't see it. Uh, caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, I am uh, Derek H. Calling from 
California. Word. And I would like to talk about comic books. That's fair. I don't understand what the problem is. With with this cover? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Joe posted a picture of it in the All Games chat room, allgames.com slash chat. Mm-hmm. It's four, it's three teenage girls. Right. Okay. Right. Why is that an issue? Like, they're not, they're not doing, they're literally just sitting down. So yeah. are we at a point where we hate women so much that if they sit down and we look at them and God forbid they be attractive and we get a thought in our head, we're like, how dare that woman put a thought in my head? <laughs> yeah. They're just girls sitting down. Right. And one standing ready to punch. <laughs> ready to punch. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even like, like, I remember Catwoman number one, where it's basically a porn magazine. And I can see that maybe people getting a little bit upset over that because you're going there, you think you're buying a, a comic book, and next thing you know, you're you find your kid jerking off in his room to Catwoman. <laughs> it's, it's just like, like you would see this walking in the mall. So, are you telling me if you if you're walking in the mall, you see one of these girls, you're gonna sit there and call security and say, "Hey, there are a bunch of prostitutes walking around." Right. No, it's not. It's just women. It's not low cut either. They're they're. Like they're wearing very high necklines, even. Yeah, yeah. Like it's they're totally covered up. So what is the what is the controversy? Well, like I said, some people went ahead and they actually did like say like this is sexualizing the Powerpuff Girls, is objectifying them. This is a a book for you know for. Uh, Young readers, how dare young girls want to be attractive? <laughs> well, hey, little, little sluts, Look right? Right. Want, <laughs> wanting to put on a, a put on a, a pretty dress. I know some people felt like that they had too much makeup on, and teenagers. Well, but it, it's interesting because I, I was just wondering because I know when I looked at it, I didn't. It didn't seem like it was. An oversexualized anything to me either. It's just like it's just a Powerpuff Girls. They're yeah. older, but they're not. They're not doing. Do they actually have ages, Joe. Yeah, they're kindergartners. Oh, okay. If you went to a Comic Con and somebody cosplayed as as the Powerpuff Girls, it would be ten times sexier than this, and nobody <laughs> would say a word to them. Would it be ten times sexier than it would that? Be ten times sexier. Yeah. Be, first, first of all, I don't think a, a Comic Con costume has been made uh, that a that a woman wears that does not have crazy amount of cleavage showing. Like I don't think I don't think they exist. <laughs> I remember seeing a Captain America where her breasts were like falling. Like, really, that's Captain America. I'm the female Captain America. Okay, whatever. This is like, come on, people. Are we that? Is that where our country is heading? That's where that, our country's that, at. Because I, like I can tell you, like this cover's already been pulled. Like what? Yeah, it's not. It's well, not. IDW. I am boycotting IDW. Well, I don't know if I would say you should boycott IDW only because IDW, like the the commit the the cover itself was actually commissioned by Cartoon Network. 
And Cartoon Network did end up like they picked the artist, and they were the so ones they knew where they're getting. Huh? They knew where they were getting. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not like IDW didn't decide to ask an artist to make another, you know, an, another edition of this cover, and then Cartoon Network Network was like, "Oh my God, who's that?" They were the ones that picked it. The people, you know, the people, the retailers saw it, and some of them got a little bit funky. They felt like, you know, then don't and, it. And well, they made enough noise that that Cartoon Network decided to pull the cover, much to the chagrin of of Mimi Yoon, who you know, the young lady that that right. created the cover she needs a job. Wait, oh, wait, are you telling me a woman drew this? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Why does she hate her own kind? That she would draw a, a <laughs> superhero girls sitting down wearing clothes. Why is she such a, a, a anti-feminist? Right, and that was basically her. Her like she was very vocal about one the out the the outcry in general, and then you know also vocal about the fact that it ended up getting pulled because she was like, these are just women, and they're just being women they're strong they're confident there's nothing over sexualized yeah. uh, over sexualized about them in proportion <laughs> yeah, that's another thing their breasts are actually the size of teenage girl breasts unlike power girl <laughs> i've noticed that i noticed that if you if a girl goes crazy over the top or anybody goes crazy over top with a female character or a real person like uh, like Miley Cyrus where where she's literally like having sex with a bowling ball on TV, or they they have something like uh like Catwoman who's was all of a sudden can't walk around without like sticking two fingers inside of herself. Like if you have that, <laughs> then all of a sudden it's like ah, that's all. She's just uh, embracing her sexuality and just, it's all about empowerment and all this. You show a woman just like walking down a street that happens to look nice. And all of a sudden, she's a dirty skink that needs to be put in her place. I don't understand this world. I'm tired of it. I want to go live somewhere else. <laughs> you and Kanye. <laughs> That's another thing. Like how I keep seeing people saying that uh, that what's her name, Kim Kardashian. Like, uh, she like. Of course, people. There, there are there are those who say, "Well, oh, she's a gold digging blah blah blah," which she is. Like that's what she is. But then some people. Oh, she's my idol. She's a role model. We're gonna give her a TV show. Blah blah blah. If they really hated this stuff, we would never hear from Kim Kardashian because she is what she is what they're calling the Powerpuff Girls. But of course, she gets she gets a, a five picture movie deal. Does Kim Kardashian really have a five picture movie deal? I, know, I hope not. No, she oh, has a TV deal with uh, with E. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. So. I don't. Why this? This really upsets me. Yeah, no, it's it's really wild, and I was a little shocked just because the the funny thing was I had seen the cover before, and didn't think anything of it. Right, I saw it when not, maybe maybe when they were like previewing it. Yeah, like when they were doing oh, solicitations. Cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, this was an interesting because it was the Powerpuff Girls grown up, and so people were like, oh, that's interesting. Um, you know what happened? There's some old man in Nebraska. Who who goes homes and jerks off to kitty porn every night? <laughs> he is he is uh, ashamed of it and he hates himself for it. And he owns a comic book shop. 
and he walked into he walked in he saw this on his desk and he opened it up immediate hard on uh he looked around he got embarrassed he's like how dare they do this to me i'm gonna stop it and everybody that complains about something like this i you just know they're a closet pedophile i'm i'm glad derek said it before i said it because if i said it, it might sound too crazy but the dude the the complaint he should let us check his hard drive yeah <laughs> Like this, if you look at this, and you're like, "Oh my God, they're trying to set, they're sexing up." It's these, like if, he's if, hypersexual in his own mind, right? Yeah. Right. Well, that's basically what a lot of people. Well, well, that is what a lot of the opposition said, where they were just like, "Dude, if you look at that and you see sex, right? That's because you want to see sex, not because sex is there, right?" And the and again, the artists. Uh, Mimi Yoon basically was like, "Hey, the 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 main guy, the main guy that was like kind of causing the uproar. Like there was some like Facebook photos of him. He he does a convention and he was like, like basically how he one of the ways uh, he he advertises the con is like, you know, he has like scantily clad women, it with." You know, with the con on their backside or whatever, and so just like the vote young, <laughs> yeah, kind of like kind of like the vote young. Your constituents? No, 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 no. I'd like I didn't put that there. <laughs> so you did point point it out. I wasn't pointing at the vote young. Whatever. That's my friend. We're we're cool. We're hanging out the other day. Never mind. Tell her I said hi. <laughs> I said hi. He's married. I'm not. <laughs> word so yes yeah. racist <laughs> but i just wanted to kind of take the temperature of the forum because i was just like it, it did make me feel a little bit like am is there something wrong with me the same way you said it where it's like is something wrong with me that i don't see the, like hypersexualization how dare he make me feel like i'm not sexual enough <laughs> word I watch. I'm into K-pop now. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yes, I did notice that. I love K-pop. It's my favorite type of music. I don't know. I know why because it's fun. It makes me happy. It makes puts, puts a smile on my face. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There are two types of K-pop though. I will I will come straight out. Well, there's three types of K-pop. There's the 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 pure the like the Puritan. I'm 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 hot, but I'm not a slutty slut K-pop. <laughs> and there's the Hey, you, me, and you, we got to go out and back and get get together. We got to get busy right now, type of K-pop. And then there's like the little kitty cutesy K-pop. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the cutesy K, like you can't, you can't, like get them mixed up. Like it's very <laughs> like if you look at Sistar and then look at Crayon Pop. It's like two totally different things. But if you like, if you look at Crayon Pop, which is a bunch of girls wearing uh, school uniforms with pants, not even like sexy school. They're wearing like gym pants under their school uniforms with helmets on, <laughs> with helmets on. And if you look at that, it's like, oh my god, these girls, like, like something is wrong with you, you know. And that's what I feel like this guy is saying when he looks at. It. He's like, dude, if this was gets you off, gets gets you off, then you have a big problem. It's not like he's looking at. Uh, I don't know what's it, like Harley Quinn number one or whatever, which she, which I think I actually had her eating out poison ivy in the last episode, last issue. Really? Like, yeah, her and poison ivy went went at, went at it. Like that is supposed to be that. <laughs> I don't see him complaining about that. 
Where, where's the complaint about that? Well, I guess I guess a part of it, which you know, the, where this conversation kind of led to, was how there's only so many comics that are available for kids to read. Kids can read this. Why can't a kid? No, no, kids kid look at that. No, no. Uh, well, that's it, it's not that kids can't read Powerpuff Girls. Is that the kids? Like they they feel like the kids might look at that and take it the wrong way, which you know we all here think that's ridiculous. But the idea is that okay, like if I'm a retailer and I want to hand a book to a parent to say, oh, your kid can read this, you don't. They they're saying I don't want the cover of it to look like that because that might send the wrong message to the parent. That son of but, a bitch can hand that kid a brat's doll all day long for nine ninety nine. I bet. And, and there you go. And that was the argument that a lot of people were making too. Where it's like, dude, the dolls that kids buy these days look like that. So, and it's not like the dolls are considered hypersexual or anything either. So, I don't know, man. Those lips on those brat dolls. Ah, you better stop it, dude. <laughs> look, if you can't stop a kid, like, a, like it's like they're trying to stop kids from having sexual thoughts. Like, it's like I don't, look. I'm gonna tell you something about myself. Uh oh. I like when he says look. <laughs> Back in the day, we had albums. A bunch of them. Yeah. And uh, my mom had a bunch. She had like Prince, uh, Madonna, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the Commodores. <laughs> I love the Madonna album because on a Madonna album was just her and just a little bit of her breast. Like just the top part. Not just the top part of her cleavage. And then, then the album stopped. Mm-hmm. I will say that album woke me up to a, to a few things. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that that album cover, and like if you look at it today, like that's something that would be on the the uh, the Nickelodeon channel that right. that cover, right? And if you tell so it's not like oh no, I don't want my 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 boys or my girls to get thoughts in their head by looking at this. Like look, they 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 get thought they're gonna get thoughts in their head by looking at a lot of stuff you don't even know. This is this is not it, right? Oh, it upsets me. Yeah, so but what what the only saving grace, or at least I guess the, the saving grace is that even though this cover did get pulled, you know, that has it, it has given Mimi Yoon a lot more shine than she probably would have got. If it didn't get pulled. if it didn't get right, if no one had said anything about it and a lot more people have seen this art than would have if it was just the regular old retail incentive cover for <laughs> for Powerpuff Girls number six, but that guy's jerking off to the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, he likes him looking little, like little dolls. That's probably how he lives with himself. They're like, oh, they're just dolls. They're just <laughs> it's like her is getting an Academy Award. <laughs> it's not illegal. They they were made out of uh, sugar and spice and everything nice. And Chemical X. And Chemical X. <laughs> so, Derek, what books did you want to talk about today? Uh, Harley Quinn, number one. <laughs> well, look. You, uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are really having sex in that book? Yes. Why? They, believe it or not, they don't explain it. <laughs> I believe it. You didn't know they were lovers? When? Since when? Since the animated series. 
they weren't lovers in the animated series. Somebody else is seeing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they were friends. Joe's like. Although in Gotham, it City's- was confirmed by. What you can say, Paul Diddy said that they were having sex in Batman anime series. No, not Paul. I'm having trouble thinking of his name, but he's dead now, and now oh, it's up to Bruce Tim to make sure they don't fucking go to hell. Oh, you're talking about Dwayne McDuffie? Yeah, Dwayne McDuffie said, "Oh, they definitely are getting down in the cartoon." Mm-hmm. I don't know, Joe. Sounds awfully convenient with Dwayne McDuffie not here to say <laughs> whether he said that or not. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I was already thinking it when I saw the episode. Really? And so, you know, having it confirmed, I was like, well, yeah. Oh, you asked Dwayne McDuffie that? No. Oh. Someone else did. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it, it, no, man, it never even occurred to me that. I'll never jerk off to that cartoon the same way. It's <laughs> It'll be better now, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, sometimes... If your head isn't in the right place, you'll miss something. So it's like, I know the first time I watched the Scooby-Doo movie, I didn't get the joke that they were saying, uh, like, when uh, they show Shaggy and Scooby in the van and the smoke is coming out, that you're supposed to think of it it as them smoking pot. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't even enter my head, because that's just not where my head was at at the time when I first watched it. Uh-huh. But I know for the Harley and Ivy episode, like, that His was all was I was thinking yeah. about. Like, it's like, oh, okay, they're probably, they're they're together, because they were, like. So when your headspace was there on Poison Ivy, did the carpet match the drapes? Yeah. Cool. Fire crotch. I'm looking at this on like a virgin cover and it's bringing back so many great memories. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you. So. No, but it's like they're, they're sitting there talking in one frame and then the next frame, like, like they're in bed together. And then I think the next frame, like it's the next morning and like Ivy's putting on her panties or something. I don't know. It's, it's Wow. It is no, no. I, wait, she no. What's her name is in her panties and Ivy's like outside mowing the lawn or something. I guess I maybe so. Now I know what comic book to re- to recommend to a coworker of mine. Well, it's a fun, but it, it's a fun comic. It's it's it, I believe it's cr- way outside of whatever's going on in DC universe. It's just like a like an old school pickup. Hey, this is a funny little story that that that's not big, that's not um you know grounded in any type of reality comic book or otherwise. Right. And and then it's over, and it's it's good. I mean, it's just fun. It's a fun comic. It's a lot more fun than I thought it was gonna be. That's like I, I don't know. It feels like they're trying too hard to capitalize on the Batman thing. And it's like I get it. Like you know, she's popular, but it's just like. Too many Batman books or Batman esque books. Batman's not in this. It's a Batman. It's like a Bat Family book. Yeah. What's what? All now women can't have their own comic books. They're coming out with Batman, Joker's daughter. See, I don't think I don't think Batman himself needs four books. He doesn't. Yeah, I don't. But if if a character has enough behind them. 
to get their own comic to have enough stories or tell them in a different way. Good. I don't want to look Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn in the Batman universe, like in Gotham and fighting Batman or whatever. Like that's a dark, dark character. Like that's mm-hmm. not a real fun. You don't want to hang around Harley Quinn. That you don't want to hang around that Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But this one is like it's funny. Like it's 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 a high like hijinks and stuff. Yeah. Hijinks. Hijinks. I miss hijinks in comics. All comics are too uh too they they go either too far one way, uh like super dark like Punisher, or they go way too goofy like Deadpool. And Deadpool still tries to be in continuity for some reason. Yeah, it works. You, say so. <laughs> you should try um either Wolverine and the X Men or Amazing X Men. Those might be right where you want to be. I'm 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 reading the I'm reading the Uncanny. I can think guess it's Uncanny X Men. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of getting tired of that too. Uncanny X Men is is straight drama. Yeah. I mean, mostly there's a, there are light moments here and there. It's a fun book for for an X Men fan, but if based on what you were just talking about, yeah, that's not where you might might want to be. Of course, Hulk is Hulk is uh, bouncing back and forth. This is what always happens to every Hulk comic, where it starts out incredible, and then they lose their way, and then they start bouncing around. Instead of just even even just going down that bad path that they're going, mm-hmm. they start bouncing around everywhere, where it's hard to even keep up with what the tone is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where Indestructible Hulk is right now for me, where I'm looking at him like I don't know what type of comic. I'm supposed to be reading even like the, even the character, which after all these years you, you would think would be fairly solid, is like different from half the half the book. He's one guy, half the book is a different guy. I don't mean Banner Hulk. I mean Hulk is different. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't read the latest issue of that. Actually, I think I'm behind maybe two issues, but I believe you. You say that like I'm known 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 to lie about stuff. No, I'm a, no, no. I'm just saying, I trust your opinion on it. Is what I'm. Is maybe that's the better way to say it. I've cut back way on my comic reading because I'm getting ready for. Uh, I'm getting ready for She-Hulk to come out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you, man. I don't think Charles Sewell's gonna let you down. I think he is. Oh, he's a lawyer. I know, and you would think that would help. It should. She's a lawyer. Nobody reads comics for authenticity. They're lawyers. Is this what the world needs? More lawyers. That's that it was that was a, a awesome scene in the last Mighty Avengers where friggin' Spider Man was trying to run up on Luke Cage and and friggin' Jessica Jones and she was like, Hey, take the baby to the babysitter. <laughs> to to to, this, to another person that they were with, and they took the baby because they were about to get in this fight with Spider Man. Like, hey, take the baby to the babysitter until they hey, call my lawyer. And so, Spider Man and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones start fighting, but it's Spider Man and his whole like Spider Army. And so they're you know there's a lot of people, so they're kind of getting a little bit overwhelmed, even though they're giving Spider Man what not for, and then. She Hulk comes because that's Luke Cage's lawyer. 
And it was awesome. <laughs> it was cool because she was there to friggin' litigate and kick ass. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, Moses. Why don't you like the. F- She's a lawyer. No, I love her. I know you do. I hate Spider Man. You don't hate Spider Man. Yeah, I do. You hate Doc Ock. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, he's Spider Man. It's over with now, isn't it? Because I saw, I saw on G- yeah, Google Plus that. Peter Parker's ghost was beating him up or something. Yeah, Peter Parker is supposed to come back in April. Just in time for the movie, right? Yeah, I was wondering how they're gonna fix that because you know, you know, Sony's like, yeah, this ain't gonna happen, guys. I'm really wondering how they're gonna get Peter back too, because I just don't see it. Like, it's nothing like leading up, really. Well, or no, I not that I've read. Like it's probably something that happened in the old ass issue. Right now we're in the well. Actually, you know what? I might be too behind, but we were just in like the darkest hour storyline, which was about the symbiote. Uh, and then it's like I think that concluded, and then like we're in this Goblin King thing with the Green Goblin and his his Goblin army, and I'm just like, I don't know how that's gonna wrap up into Peter Parker getting back, but. Was all just Two words, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, okay. But I'm just saying, you know what, though? That's the same thing I would have said if I had known that Peter Parker was going to die and Doc Ock was going to take his place. It's like, I would have been like, I don't know how that's going to happen in three right. issues. That's what I said. It happened in something. It, it probably happened in that issue nine. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because like, right. that's exactly how it happened. In- right. You're right. And we'll be like, man, Dan, Dan Slot is amazing. Again. And Moses can come back to Marvel. Yay. All's well again. No, I don't think I'll come It's back. Peter Parker. It's Peter Parker. I don't care. It's Peter Parker. I don't care. He's not black. Notice that he doesn't I don't see, see the world. I don't see the world that way. <laughs> you there. don't see the world that way? Okay. There I don't see color. <laughs> so, yeah. Should what? I buy annual? I was about to buy World's Finest Annual for five dollars, but, but then it was a, it's the Earth Two story, and I don't care about Earth Two. Earth Two has some good stories. I think Earth Two Annual is the origin of the new Batman. I, I haven't read it yet, but it's been a fun. Why do they have a, Why do they have an Earth where they have all the good stories, and then they have the regular Earth that has the <laughs> stories? Why don't they switch them around? Hey, look, oh, it, it's just like how? Why do all the cool stories happen in Injustice? I don't know. Editorials tie in their hands in the New Fifty Two. That is true. Injustice is way better than everything else DC's putting out. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Like they just started the next chapter of Injustice. Which you know, I I haven't read that one myself yet, but it oh, looks- so you don't know what happened to Green Lantern? Uh, actually, wait, wasn't that in the last? Oh no, actually, you know what? I did read that one. I'm sorry. This is arms. He gets basically killed. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Why did Sinestro do that like a year ago? So is that the great gay Green Lantern? That happened? Oh no, 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 that's, that's injustice. yeah, it's an injustice. I was gonna say he it's- can't do this anymore. That's not right. It's not right. It's, it's late. late. It is late. 
It is late. We should play the wrap up music. Why isn't it right? <laughs> uh, are, are any of you guys going to watch any of the Winter Olympics? Hell no. Why? Because it's the Winter Olympics. I'm just going to watch in case there's a terrorist attack. That's, a, that's not right. I think there's gonna be a gay terrorist attack where like like they like like blow up like a big giant Penis like silly, silly string bomb or something <laughs> or like a bunch of string. I I really do think something like that that's gonna happen. Wait, now when you say a gay terrorist attack. You mean a terrorist attack on gay people? No, or, or by gay people. So homosexual terrorists are gonna wreak havoc on. But not really terrorism. Just like it's like a prank. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bunch of like a bunch of pink balloons are gonna go like floating up or something. Like where are those balloons going? But you or, realize or streamers or something like it'll be something like that. You realize in a climate where people are actually like afraid a terrorist attack will come, that's actual terrorism still, right? Like even though yeah, you know, look, I'm not homophobic. Well, you know, gay people never think think like that. They're like, look, we're we you know we're not terrorists. We're gay. <laughs> They're like it's gonna it's gonna be a rude awakening when they do get shot by Russian police because they're like, what do you mean we we were just we just were just pro that's all protesters like new age protesters they don't realize that you like you can get shot doing that stuff. Okay, this is the most painful thing ever. <laughs> like like they're like oh I I, I saw I, I saw the videos of in the in the sixties of all the protesters like those guys got their asses kicked. Kid, like they don't—they cut that part out. The government erased the part where the guy got his head beat in, or the dogs like rip, rip a big chunk out of his leg. So you just think you're gonna go in there and and uh and take a big giant uh, uh inflatable ball and roll it down the middle of the ski slope? Say, hey, no, you're gonna get shot. That's what I'm saying. I don't want it to happen, but I got a feeling that's gonna happen. Well, hopefully, the. The individuals that are planning the faux terror attack on Sochi, like, listen to Fantastic Forum. And they'll know not to do that now. They don't because we marginalize them. <laughs> I don't know what marginalize means. <laughs> terror Cage, why don't you go ahead and give me some final thoughts, dude? Uh, the All Games Killer NC Tournament is too late to enter. If you wanted to enter, screw you. You had your chance. <laughs> But uh, we are doing a wrap-up show uh, for each round. I'm actually working on editing it right now, and it's a, I should have never said I was going to do it because it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, but so coming in the next upcoming weeks, be sure to look out for the All Games Art of the Kill Killer Instinct Online Tournament wrap-up show. Sweet. Jay, give me some final thoughts. Um... Hector in chat says, you know, Poison Ivy was really into Harley in the cartoon and was always pissed when Harley wanted to go back with the Joker. So I believe the lover thing. That's fair. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Word. So happy he went out like the way he did. Like a motherfucking rock star. For the entire Fantastic Forum, Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to cover, let us know. It's like we're here. 
So uh, this is Fantastic Forum. And until next week, we are out. It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.